Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. If you want to support the show, visit us at patreon.com. And for as little as $1 a month, you can become a patron. Or you can buy cool Lorehammer products like shirts, coffee mugs, and dice bags at www.redbubble.com. Don't want to spend any money? Well, you can help out the show by giving us a five-star rating and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. You can also hop on over to Facebook and like our page. And feel free to send us a message. It's the only enjoyment Mark gets out of his miserable life. Welcome back to Lorehammer. My name is Eric. Bippity boppity, give me the zoppity. That's Mark. Okay. <laughs> uh, joining us today mm-hmm. is also James. Hello. How you doing? I am well. Good, good. And Christian. Hello. Which is, uh, I think this will uh, this will be your last time on the podcast? That's what I've been told. I've been diagnosed with the virus. So. Oof. Oh, no. The corna. The corna. The coronavirus. Oh, Ebola. <laughs> H1N1. SARS. I have a unique, a unique combination of all of them. Yes, yes. Mm. he's the petri dish. He's got <laughs> super AIDS for sure. <laughs> that sucks. Well, just, well, last episode for Christian. We'll make it good. Um, thanks for joining us. Hopefully, you've been enjoying the Lorehammer Lockdown episodes that we've been releasing. Yeah, every GDJ day. <laughs> My God, it's a, it's quite a few. It's it's, it's a, a thing. I feel yeah. like I've spent a lot of time in this studio recently. Yeah, yeah. almost like you've been locked down in the studio oh my god it's true <laughs> he's right <laughs> yeah it's a little uncomfortable all this social distancing in here like <laughs> i can barely see you guys you're so far away <laughs> <laughs> we're, but we're all safe from eric's touches so that's nice <sighs> my touches can permeate any barrier time, <laughs> time and, and space, space <laughs> itself <laughs> Nice. That's fun. Um, Yeah, we have a couple new people, uh, new members to the Imperial Tithe. They have Patreon. They have decided to um, 
for go eating this month. That's right, and and give their proper dues mm-hmm. as is right to the emperor god, mm-hmm. the god emperor of the people. <laughs> Are struggling. you playing Mad Libs in your mind? I am. <laughs> yeah, it's not going well. It's good, some good brain farts going on today. Uh, but let's uh, congratulate and say uh, congratulate <laughs> for joining, entering into the emperor's graces. Absolutely, oh it's, it's a con- blessing. It's a blessing <laughs> and a curse and a curse. No, nope, just a blessing. Uh, so the curses you can never give enough. <laughs> yeah. The Your curse is that you never feel <laughs> like you give enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so here's our new members of the Patreon, the Imperial Tithe. Uh, Craig, Leryl Docasi, Conehead, Dolan, Jeppe, Daniel, Hepe. or Hepe. I was Hepe. wondering. Yeah. Hepe. Uh, as our Hepe. resident linguist. Hola, hola, hola. <laughs> as our resident English, where would uh, the name? <laughs> Did I not? <laughs> linguist. No, no, he's an English. No right. uh, Daniel. Eferenka, Larson, Cube 404, Nolan, Balder, Taylor, Scott, Imperial Scum, Willis, Ethan, Lucas, Weir, Benjamin, James, Snatch, Dave, Chris, Thomas, Tree Smash, Jasmine, Mike, Matthew, Cookie270, and Snatch500. Sorry, so Cookie... Uh, he Ooh. donated two hundred and seventy dollars. Oh, that's to us. not the. Oh, yeah, that was the one time. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he just one time was like, "Hey, boys, go eat some cake." <laughs> <laughs> but then Snatch is like two seventy. What are you a child? And he gave us five hundred dollars. Yeah. So thank you, Snatch. Thank you, Cookie. Whew. Thank you, everyone else too. Like yeah. even one dollar is more than uh, Earth's worth <laughs> in my mind. <laughs> it's not wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I think it's pretty cool that you could probably fit. A loony in his beard, and it would stay there. Mm. So that's, that's, that's got to be worth the loony. I don't do magic; <laughs> I just do beard tricks. They're, a- they're called beard illusions. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks for everyone who's who uh, joined. Um, yeah. The other person is Spenny. Um, we had him on our very first call in ever, and during the episode, he was like, "Oh yeah, I thought I'd just match uh, whatever you guys uh, get for the next two weeks for all your effort on the Lorehammer lockdown." So, so little did he know that, <laughs> that our fans are crazy. <laughs> two people would donate seven hundred and seventy dollars collectively, and yeah. then on top of all the patrons, yeah. the, sorry, the imperial tithe yeah. that we are to receive here. So, Spenny is a champion in a league all on his own. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know what to say. Thanks, thanks everyone. Thank you. Me. Yeah, it's, it's pretty so, wild. Actually, it's so crazy to know that, like, I- even in all this like crazy things that are happening, people are still feeling like Lorehammer is worth contributing to. Yeah, and that's super encouraging. Yeah, yeah, we've been trying to take it up a notch too. So big plans, big plans, big, big things, big things, big things to decide. So. Yeah, if you want to get involved, check out our Patreon. Um, me and Eric were always tossing around, like, how can we make this better for people? Yeah, what's something Patreon. we can offer? And then we're like, yeah. well, we don't want to do anything. So that's Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's out. Well, we're lazy <laughs> little pieces of shit. So. No, we do have some things that we think are going to be happening in the summertime once we kind of... Once the corner... Our, our big goal right now is just get, get that fucking camera working. Yeah, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. We're going to get there. If you know how to work a camera, let me know. Yeah, but uh, if you know how to hit the button... <laughs> we're having trouble we can't find the stupid record button on got, this thing we know there is what does no <laughs> battery mean <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Plug in what camera? <laughs> what? We don't know. But anyways, yeah. thank One you step for at a time. yeah, thank you for joining our Imperial Tide, our Patreon, and anyone who hasn't. We hope that you would critically think about what the podcast means to you and the value you ascribe to it, and we'd be more than happy to take your money. Yes, sir. <laughs> All right, coming up next, uh, we have our community corner. Yeah. So um, today's community community corner is going to be a commission painter by the name of James mm. uh, or Ani Brush on Instagram. At um, him. I bet he would love that. Yeah. So he, he prefers uh, display painting and showcase pieces, but he will paint like any... He'll paint your army to tabletop standard, but like if you want like a really nice centerpiece done, he'll do it for you. Nice. Um, yeah, he paints all types of miniatures from 40k to bolt action, so it's not just 40k stuff. And uh, if you're worried about shipping costs, he's located in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Um, when I went down to Florida a couple months ago, I actually met up with this guy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So he's he's a really cool guy, and like his painting is it's it's good. You can like, confirm. Can, yeah, like can his, confirm his quality. Like it's like Ian level painting. Oh, like yeah, he's nice. an amazing painter. Um, and yeah, just like a nice guy. Like you know, very cool. So, so he's not he's not going to take your models and your money and then just disappear. No, no, no. Like he's thank God. I showed oh. up. And he didn't murder me, so I'm going to say he's a trustworthy per- person. Did he stick his finger in your mouth? But <laughs> it's Flor- it is still it's Florida. Florida. <laughs> I mean, there's, there's a baseline you're working with here. Yeah, I know exactly. You just put that like as in average Florida behavior. <laughs> yeah, so check out his uh, Instagram. That's the best way to get a hold of him. It's spelled O N I B R U S H. Yeah, and if you want a link, we'll put it on our Instagram and Facebook posts, but Instagram doesn't really link very well. Hmm. So if you really want it, check out our Facebook and you can just, yeah. if you're having trouble finding yeah. it, because we will make sure it's there for James. Yeah, but yeah, he honestly does amazing painting and he's very quick cool. too. Yeah. So he'll turn it over and get you happening. So yeah, cool. Well, every, everyone should be put, putting painted models on the board. And anyone who doesn't is scum. Absolutely worthless. Not even valued as a member of society i i don't want to play them their wins shouldn't count no they don't count i've never counted them well very cool community corner Um, (laughs) (laughs) thank you for sharing james and uh joining us if you do anything 40k related whether you have your own podcast or you're a youtube channel or you're a commission beta literally anything that you create content for that is 40k related we want to share it for free on our podcast to the people so get in touch with us let us know what you're doing and we want to showcase you here yeah exactly cool um something cool that happened to me this week was i was actually yeah uh, something happened to you this week what What was it (laughs) (laughs) you stub your toe again i went and i bought groceries and i have my all my ingredients with there i'm so proud of you mark (laughs) wow (laughs) No, we should be happy for him. That's that's a really good moment. Yay. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, I was I was invited onto a uh, another podcast. Uh, it was pretty fun. So the podcast I was invited to was called the Killbox Podcast. Killbox Podcast, and uh, it's a podcast for uh, games, movies, just like news, kind of like in that nerd kind of sphere, and just having fun. So, uh, oh, these guys are nerds. I'm. They're pretty cool. I don't guys. associate with nerds. Yeah, me neither. Um, never matter. Geeks what. though. Oh, uh, maybe they're <laughs> geeks. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I'm just kidding. 
<laughs> yeah, but uh, Derek, Sam, and Lewis, they were great guys and uh, had a lot of fun. It was just like one hour and we just kind of talked 40K. Cool. And so it's called Killbox? Yeah, and we talked a lot of Lord of the Rings, which was whew, just, just what I needed in this dire did you, time. Did you get it life. out of your system? No, no. no. It just made things worse. Yeah, yeah. if anything, yeah. <laughs> John texted me uh, today too. He's like, hey, yeah, I'm painting a bunch of like Scout Uruk. I'm like, I need... That's yeah. what I needed to hear <laughs> I need right out of my now. house. <laughs> I need Lord of the Rings. But uh, yeah, Jeez. Killbox Podcast, I think that episode that I'm on came out Monday and today is Wednesday, so it should be out. You should be able to find it. We'll include links and stuff. Yep. But uh, We'll link the Killbox Podcast. Yeah, for some channels. crazy fucking reason, you can't get enough of me. You're already getting daily doses and you need another dose of Mark. Go check it out. I think it's, you're like one of those... Um what are those things people took to like freak shows? Demons? Uh, yes. <laughs> Mark is like a personal demon. That yeah. Mark's like one of go. those things that it's like, oh my God. Like, he's the I elephant mean, man. Yeah, keep looking. Like, don't look away, but oh, wow. Like, <laughs> he really lives like that? Yeah, yeah. That's, I think that's what it is. People are just so intrigued <laughs> by you as a person. They're like, it can't be real. Uh-huh. It's very real. It's very real. Yeah. And- They'll learn. And crippling. I'm crippling. <laughs> to his poor little psyche. That's why he was so excited that all of his groceries were there. On my ingredients. That's right, yeah. Holy. So one more thing before we get into the episode. One more thing. But this is cool too. All of yes. these are cool. Um, we are doing a contest. And this contest is uh, all, ap- all because of Snatch on our Discord. Um, he donated $300 for a contest for the members of our Patreon and our Discord. So the contest is going to be a painting contest, and it's going to be broken into three categories. And each category, the first place person will get $100. So the three categories are going to be single model. So this is if you have one single model. Um, so that's like your your hero, your HQ, yes. your warlord. So you're judging everything from like a single model. So very like yes. good work. Okay. Uh, the second... Uh, category is squad so that's if you have a five-man squad of space marines a a 30-man squad of imperial guard it's a squad of stuff sure uh and the final category is a vehicle or monster so don't put your current effects in the single model put it in the vehicle category or monster so it just kind of use if if it has the monster keyword kind of use your best discretion if yeah, if, if you're wondering what it would go into just send us a message and but it, it should be yeah like a single like model yeah and then a squad or a vehicle monster yeah, yeah. so those are the three categories each winner will be getting a hundred dollars um to enter this contest you have to do two things you have to be a member of our patreon and you can be a one dollar member yeah. so it, it's really no barrier to entry one dollar anyone can afford that um and the second thing is you have to join our discord because that's and, where we're going to run the contest yeah that's where you're go- we're going to run it that's where pictures are going to be that's where more information is going to be so those are the two things and uh yeah fuck it's it's crazy snatch thank you so much um for yeah, thanks for stepping up and uh, so this dude like so we can run it yeah like this dude literally gave us like 800 bucks oh because he jeez yeah yeah, no, it's it's madness. It's crazy. It's so, madness. <laughs> um, we we appreciate it and we're worth it. When obviously, did snatch abandon reason for madness. <laughs> he, just, he just wants you to use his name as much as possible <laughs> on the podcast. Uh, his, his Discord name is Snatch Ping Often. Snatches muscles so. are number one. <laughs> his money's is number one. His contests is are number, number one. one. <laughs> Good. So yeah, once again. Uh, 
check out that contest. We're going to open it up as soon as this episode is released. Yeah. Join our Patreon, join our Discord, and then you can follow like how to put your post or pictures yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, in there. absolutely. Very, very cool. Thank you, yeah. Snatch, for allowing us to run this. Yeah. And thank you to everyone who's going to participate. Obviously, like the more people that participate, the better. We yeah. want to have show everyone how great our Discord is and yeah. how great it feels to contribute to the Imperial Tithe. Yeah. And I, I guess, sorry, the one other thing is you can enter one model in each category. One picture. One picture in each category. One model, yeah. One picture, yeah. Yeah, sure. There is a difference. <laughs> well, if you can only enter one model in the squad, then, oh, then you're oh, having, oh, then you're oh, having no, an yeah, issue. Sorry, one picture. I see what <laughs> Language is one of those fun things, isn't it? <laughs> no. That you're constantly learning fun. new things. I'm not having fun with language. <laughs> yeah, so you can't put in five hero characters. You can only put in the one. You get one shot to answer the con. One, one enter each one category. Entry. Yeah, exactly. One, one entry per category. Yeah, per person. Per family. Per yeah. household. Per household. Per yes. painting brush. <laughs> yes, you must only use one brush. <laughs> Hot, I Hot will mode? be watching. Hard mode, sure. use the other side of the brush. <laughs> My God. The wooden part. That's right. Like, yeah. <laughs> just dripping paint onto it. Well, I think that about sums up our intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, dive right in to our uh, episode that we swore we would never do. I'm excited for it, actually. I learned a lot. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I'm shocked cool. we're doing it. I'm happy, but I'm shocked. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm shocked. <laughs> well, not that shocked. Oh, just like, I'm shocked. I'm shocked. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. I knew it was coming. Yeah. He's spicy Mark will do anything for a buck. I'll fucking do anything for a buck. <laughs> You want your lawn mode? What was this episode originally supposed to be? Uh, Imperial Guard. That's right. Yeah. yeah. There's more money in Primaris. Games Workshop knows it. No, I was betrayed. We know. We know. It. No, we know. You know what? This is just a Primaris podcast. I was now. betrayed <laughs> by a close friend. Oh, no. Actually, and that's why we're doing Primaris. Because <laughs> I lost all the hope. Yeah, the exactly. Pit. In humanity. Brant dyes his hair and deletes numbers. Mark talks about Primaris <laughs> and enjoys it. Exactly. Complete 180s. <laughs> yeah, so this episode is about Primaris Marines. We're going to try to keep this episode as salt-free as possible and give you, like, actual yeah. information. Um, so Absolutely. That, that is our intention, right, right for now, sure. I don't truly believe anything I'm reading. <laughs> I do. <laughs> My soul is crushed, and I'm just reading the words on the page. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Every Every word. Pure gold. Primaris, <laughs> best things ever written. I, I, I love it. 100% no irony. Exactly. We're going to go with that. That's the mentality. Yeah. That's the energy we're going to bring into that's this right. episode. I, so I get behind Primaris only because I enjoy watching Mark talk about it. Because I like seeing the light slowly leave his eyes. <laughs> that's the best part of this entire... Yeah. I hope the grocery store sells <laughs> antidepressants. <laughs> antidepressants. <laughs> Mark and I even only had one big argument during this. Because <laughs> he just doesn't care enough to fight anymore. <laughs> that, was all, so that, that, was, that was what it was. And then he's like, fuck it, I don't care. You're right, I don't care, I don't care. And I know he's like just saying that to end it. I'm like, you care. You do care. Fight me more, Mark. <laughs> and uh, Megan, she was in the other room while we were planning this. Yeah. And she's like, oh, you had, you guys had like a decent like, thing. Like, no one was fighting. And I was like, oh, we fought <laughs> hard. And she's like, oh, I had my headphones in. I was just saying that. And I was like, we, there was arguments. Oh, man, the process. Oh, yeah. God. The creative process. That's why, <laughs> that's why we deserve paychecks because we have to put up with each other. It's, it's emotionally draining. Yeah. Stuff. All right, so what Let's are primaries? Primaries. 
hot diggity. Uh, just a quick side note. No primaries in the painting contest. <laughs> no, that you de- is, that's a lie. Sorry. <laughs> you have ast- no entries then. Asterix, asterix. You definitely can yeah. submit primaries. You, you definitely can. Yeah. Um, that was a joke. It was. You ha. just won't win, obviously. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now no one knows what to trust when it comes out of your mouth. Primaris Marines. What are they? Primaris mm. Space Marines are the newest evolution to the Emperor's legacy of Astartes. They are bigger, stronger, faster, tougher, and more mentally capable of dealing with the warp than their Space Marine ancestors. Yeah, they are a fairly new addition to the galaxy, uh, only being introduced after the end of the 13th Black Crusade. Uh, but that doesn't mean this was the first time that space marines had been experimented on uh, for the specific uh, purpose of improving them. Yeah. So even though, like, we we talk a lot about how space marines were like the emperor's creation, and you know he created everything to be perfect. How could you improve upon it? Many different people have attempted to improve upon space marines, and even have. Yeah, absolutely, and have actually succeeded. So it's not like the idea of creating super super soldiers is new to 40k. Yeah. Um, having said that, uh, Primaris Marines are new. Like they're only like three yeah. years old in the in our real lifetime. Yes. Uh, yeah. So they're very new. Very very f- new. Forty k. And they did not exist in the story prior to their release yeah. as a model range. That's one of the big shocks. Is that there was nothing. There was no tease. There was no build up to them. It was just a big old like pile like here here's primaris here's all the story here's all the different things that are coming at you yeah. with very little tie into what had previously happened yeah. in history which is which is kind of strange from my understanding the way gw usually does things is it seems like they do kind of like they normally they have love a long setting process. things yeah. up for lots of times and this yeah. that that's one of the reasons like this was so different this was a very different turn for mm-hmm. games workshop to take yeah but that's okay yeah <laughs> So that's what primaries are. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our episode. <laughs> the we end. did it. We kept it salt free. <laughs> we talked about how great they were. Yeah. Stronger, yeah. faster, more mentally capable of dealing with the warp. Bigger muscles, bigger boobies. That's what we want. Bigger that's booties. what we need. Oh. <laughs> Both. They were thick. There's some thick boys in there. <laughs> Have you seen aggressor boots? Ooh. <laughs> that's some big feet. A big mop. feet yes. means big hands. Shoes. Oh, what? Yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, space marines that had been experimented on in the past 10,000 years before Primaris. Marines. Yeah, some precursors. Yeah. So Fabius Bile, or he's known also as the Spider. He just recently got a new model. He did, yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. How very topical of us. First time ever. Yeah, we've never done that before. <laughs> ah. um, <laughs> so Fabius Bile was originally a member of the Emperor's Children during the Great Crusade and the Horus Heresy. Although he struck out on his own, as to not be limited by the confines of his superiors. And like Fabius Bile, he's old. Like he's originally from Terra. Yes. Like, he was he was the uh, one of the original batch space marines mm. that the Emperor created on Luna. Yeah. Like that's that's very <laughs> old. Yeah, he, he's OG for sure. Yeah. He doesn't like anybody either. He seems to have like No, he's pretty solitary. He does his regard. own thing. Yeah. yeah. Going around trolling them by himself. Yeah. He's a lone wolf. Mm. Oh. Or a spider, you might say. Mm. A lone spider. That's no. the sound spider. <laughs> I'm so glad I wasn't. Where did wearing you go to school? <laughs> <laughs> we went to the same school. <laughs> you the same did. education as me. <laughs> I have so many regrets. <laughs> so during the Great Crusade and the Horus Heresy, 
Bile conducted many experimental surgeries on his fellow emperor's children. Some of the more common enhancements included extra sensitive sensory systems, such as like super enhanced ears or like being able to see different colors like uh, infrared. Infrared? Yeah, true. Yeah. Stuff like and, that. And, like, there's many spectrums that the regular eye can't see. And so yeah. he's literally just trying to enhance, enhance. Like, yeah. you can hear better. You can see better. He's zooming. He's enhancing. But he doesn't improve the quality of the image. So you're just getting real pixelated. <laughs> <laughs> so Eventually, yeah, it's just but, one pixel. That's all you see. <laughs> but some my of God, are... we've got it. <laughs> <laughs> he's going away for a long time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but some of the more exotic abilities he actually put into Space Marines were like the ability to emit a nerve-paralyzing shriek emanating from the vocal cords. Like, yeah, so this is the uh, kind of the ancestor of, of noise Marines. Very much so. Yeah. Like, very, it, very early. Um, absolutely. Yeah. And it was known to like be, like stun people in its power, wasn't yep. it? It was like a very yeah. powerful ability. The weird thing is, is they're not directly related. They're not. It's like no, a no, no, prelude, like, but yeah. yeah. Yes. Like a narrative prelude, but not actually. Yeah. Yeah, he didn't create noise marines. No. Yeah, but the, I, it seemed like the idea of them had been floating around for some time some before they actually, yeah. yeah, before they were conceptualized. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, sonic weapons in the mouth—that's always fun. But yeah, he would come up with <laughs> <laughs> that laugh. <laughs> You're just gonna okay. <laughs> just let it pass. <laughs> let it pass. Yeah, but, but he could come up with all types of bizarre experiments, and often would experiment on the gene seed itself, not just like give. Uh, yeah, a, the actual gene. Genetic code he's yeah. trying to manipulate. Yeah. Uh, however, Bio's lasting legacy, uh, though, has been the creation of the New Men or New Man. Capitalized uh, New Man. Yeah. Creatures who have possessed strength and intelligence superior to any human, as well as the worst traits of all mankind. Um, yeah. So he's kept kind of creating his own super soldiers. Some of it's kind of based on like Astartes. Uh, Code or what would be the right word? Um, I don't know. Their genetics. blueprint. Yeah, genetics. Yeah, but um, they're distinct. They are their own thing. Yeah. They're not. They're no longer space marines. But some space marine things have been included in them. Yes. Um, so while not all his experiments are successful, there's a bunch that are horrendous. In yeah, outcome. like the, the female, <laughs> like the mothers, the Astarte mothers. Was, was that, that him? That, I thought that was Bile. The Dominicalba. Yeah, the Demon. Uh, I know. I, the, I thought that was just Hansu. Yeah, I think oh, it was. Oh, okay. Like, never mind yeah. that. Yeah, I know one thing that like is current in the lore is that uh, Fabius Bile is trying to get his hands on Primaris. How is he not, though? I don't know. Well, yeah. that's what he's well, working on now. Sure. I, but yeah. I think even the model, like, we don't know yet, but the model even implies that he's extracting gene seed. You see his one serum yeah. extracting it from it. Yeah, primaris. like, at this point, he must have it. It's been 200 years. Sure. How, how has the he's primaris... Working, <laughs> he's working Because the primaris yeah. are so Sorry, good, James. they Sorry. don't die, so he can't get his hands on the gene <laughs> they seed. They don't die. They're better. They're just too good. <laughs> yeah. There's only two that we know have died. One that's on the model of the guy that's extracting gene seed for Fabius Bile. And that's on Abaddon. That's the only two... Primaris that have died. One. There's one on the base of the jump pack guy too. Oh, there's also one on the base of the. Okay, there's four. Four <laughs> and they're all dead. Primaris. For. Yes, we that's know where the they only are. one. Yes. <laughs> and they're all ultramarines. Too. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, Fabius Bile also cloned a Primarch. He cloned Horus himself. And uh, yeah, and that ended he, well. He also cloned Fulgrim too. Did he? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. Isn't that Someone the, cloned Fulgrim. Isn't that the clone <laughs> that's like being held by that Necron guy? Necron boy? I believe eventually he might have gotten a hold of by uh, 
trades and, and, and just for anyone listening, this isn't the focus of our episode. <laughs> I know we're gonna get emails like these guys don't know what the fuck we're talking about. It's like this is just examples. Like we're yeah, we're glazing, we're slobbing it, it out. Exactly. There, you know? is Primaris is a beautiful story that I enjoy thoroughly, <laughs> yeah. and I. I just want to like give you the surrounding nostalgia, the experience that gives <laughs> the you the joy. Years of nostalgia. For James. <laughs> oh, do you remember 2018? Was those were the good times before the Rona, <laughs> before the dark times. Grandfather, what did you during Corona? I painted little plastic figure <laughs> figurines, and we loved it. <laughs> so, Bile, Fabius Bile himself. Yeah. has been experimenting on space marines attempting to build better ones yeah. for 10,000 years. Yeah. Not a new thing. Yeah. Okay. Next we have another um experimented or changed marine are the raptors. So yeah. during the Horus Heresy, the Astartes of the Raven Guard Legion attempted to create a new type of marine using pieces of Primarch DNA that had been supplied by Corax. Um, and apparently he found this, he find DNA this DNA on Luna. Yeah. So How was it deposited? I know. <laughs> no, so it was it, provided by Korax. It's a pretty cool book. Korax provides. <laughs> That's a calm joke. <laughs> he gets two uh, Astartes to bend down. <laughs> so the, the context behind this is... Uh, during the drop site massacre, the Raven Guard were, were basically... Obliterated. Obliterated. There were so few left. So... Uh, Korax wanted a new way to create. Space he wanted a, a better and faster way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he actually went to Terra or Luna um, and went into the vaults and he had to like fight all these systems. The vaults like these, of the Selenar. Yeah. And fight all these like defensive systems to reach to the end. And then he found like a bunch of the gene code and was able to use it. Yeah. But he took, he took his own obviously. Yep. Yeah. And then he gave it to the people within his the apothecaries within his yeah. legion and he's like okay like in like make my these marines more like me yeah right exactly. like make us make these new things somewhere a step in between astartes and primarchs obviously they can't be just like primarchs but make yeah. them better than what they were previously yeah so uh but ultimately this entire process was corrupted by the Alpha Legion, and they tampered with the genetic stock that the Raven Guard had and corrupted it yeah. using some kind of, I think it was warp magic that it was specifically yeah. implied. Yeah. Um, and then, so everything then that they created, these Raven Guard apothecaries were trying to create, would ultimately be a corruption, yeah. a mutation of what was intended. Yeah. But before the corruption, they were stronger, they were faster and tougher than regular Marines. But Korax ended the program after the Alpha Legion corrupted and no longer made any more. The, the, re the remainder Raptors were given full honors and allowed to fight. Kitchen's threatening me with his eyes. No, no, no. I'm just going to represent their legion from the fold of the Raven Guard. Yeah. So even though they were mutated, they yeah. were still viewed as sons of Korax. Yeah. Which was actually kind of an interesting thing because a lot of space marines are very much Puritan. In terms of Do like you corruption, love me, father. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Like, <laughs> Do you want me? <laughs> no, like, but I, I feel like space marines very much view any level of corruption beyond like what is accepted within the chapter as like, oh, like that's too much. Like, yeah, don't associate with it. Get rid of it. Make Kill a it. servitor. Start over. Yeah. But Korax was like, no, like. I did this. I ordered these made. Yeah. They didn't ask for it. And it. It's been a long time since I read Deliverance Lost. Mm -hmm. I don't think Korax even knew that the Alpha Legion corrupted it. I think 
Christian, you've read he that. Knew yeah, they were corrupt. It was a long time ago. No, yeah, he knew they became corrupted. We didn't know why or how. Yeah, I believe. so like it adds a lot to this story. Like, because he did he just view it as his own failure? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. yes. Yeah. 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 But the Alpha Legion like infiltrated as Raven Guard yeah. and messed stuff up. Yeah. So makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Classic. As, Classic. As, <laughs> as Alpha Legion is known to do. Yeah. The other thing I was going to add to is that the Alpha Legion also took whatever core genetic sample too and yep. have a sample of it somewhere so in theory they could produce these new sure improved marines sure i'm but just saying no no that's that's good yeah. to know they yeah, create sure. all these plot threads and they never follow up but wouldn't them. that <laughs> wouldn't they specifically have to do it with raven guard marines because it's korax's dna um, i don't know the details around space none of us are geneticists or I space well, genetics. there seems yeah. to be some Gene sort of implication that like it, we've talked about before how your chapter doesn't really like your genetic heritage doesn't really affect too much of the culture of your it, of your it doesn't have to yeah. absolutely so, yeah like if they just raise yeah, them in right the culture matter. of of well, Alpha Legion yeah. maybe they could just and they're both stealthy anyways. well no I, <laughs> it's I, a non issue <laughs> I wondered if if it was an incomplete thing like having this like piece of Korax's DNA by itself did absolutely nothing hmm. but using it in conjunction with the Space Marine Gene Seed you could grow that and create something beyond or I wonder if yeah. you could just use Korax's DNA to grow a semi primark I I don't know I, d- yeah. I think it's like Christian said they probably won't. Yeah, they, 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 they haven't, they haven't talked thread. about that for yeah. so long. Yeah. They're not going to now that Primaris is out, right? Chaos but, Primaris? Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, the Raptors, they were used as fierce shock assault troops against the Traitor Legions, uh, where the fighting was the most dangerous. And because of all of this, they were like, destroyed like it wasn't and they didn't make any more so they yeah. viewed as like this is the honorable way to go yeah, out die, and die out in battle yeah yeah and because of all this like korax what like locked himself in his tower for a year and then eventually like fled into the eye of terror terror or terra no <laughs> <laughs> two different things <laughs> yeah, yeah same place though right he'll, oh, he'll come back the galaxy. he'll come back of course <laughs> he's coming back that yeah. big sneaky well he's boy. too sneaky no one's found him no, yet that's busy, all it is he's busy thrashing other primarchs in the yeah. warp watches you know, like he just comes back and it was only like one day from his perspective he's like well i just went out for cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> father my children <laughs> what have they done to my boy <laughs> my beautiful boy <laughs> so that's the raptors yes. um the next one we have some examples of is yeah. the 21st first Wow, cursed founding. The 21st cursed founding. Yeah, so uh, there were a bunch of different foundings after the Codex Astartes was released yeah. and Reboot determined like, hey, everyone must split their legions into chapters. And yeah. So they had... Every time they did like what a founding was, they would create new Astartes chapters out of uh, stock that the ad- yeah. administratum would have. Um, and one of these was the 21st founding, which is also called the cursed founding. Um, and it's one of the larger foundings, actually. When we were looking on Lexicanum at all the chapters that had been found, we, we don't think it's the largest because a lot of times they don't list all the chapters exactly. that were founded during these. But this has one of the highest recorded chapters yeah. fa- uh, created during this Yeah, foundation. so just to go on that, I, there's a thousand, rumored to be a thousand Space Marine chapters, and somebody compiled a list, and they're like GW themselves have officially named like 320 chapters yeah and that includes a bunch that have been destroyed um so yeah so the curse founding i think it has like 
seven. I think or eight. Yeah, I think it had like six or eight listed, six listed? to eight listed on Lexicanum. Yeah. So there's very like it's very crazy how spread out this is and how yeah. incomplete the information yes. really is that we have. That's that's definitely what I'm leaning towards. Yeah. How incomplete. So it definitely is one of the larger one in terms of what we know. But, but that does not by any means mean <laughs> it is the like actually yeah. one of the larger foundings. So, so the Adeptus Mechanicus was experimenting with gene seed, attempting to perfect and remove deficiencies in the flawed gene seed. Yeah. And this was like, I believe it was around somewhere between M35 and M37, this founding. And so at this point, gene seed has been corrupting and mutating for 5,000 plus years. Right. So there's some pretty big flaws within gene seeds some gene seeds have just been lost completely yeah right so they, they were really trying to like all right like let's bring it back to how it was let's remove these impurities yeah. let's, let's let's get it yeah it's been six thousand years was it m36 uh 991 m35 so basically okay yeah, yeah. m36 yeah interesting yeah so but so they were attempting to clean it up yeah but because of some unknown error instead of getting chapters with pure and stable gene genetic stock every confirmed cursed founding chapter has been well well they've been cursed <laughs> if that uh, was unclear what came first the the cursed founding or the cursed marines yeah we're calling this the cursed founding <laughs> why would you do that <laughs> it's all it's, pr you're just jinxing it no it's just it's just it's marketing. marketing don't worry yeah. about it don't worry about it uh in attempting to manipulate the gene seed it seems to have increased the rate of mutation and caused very large and noticeable mutations within these chapters we even talked about them a couple on our last uh gene seed episode yeah. where we talked about uh black dragons who grow like the bone growths out yeah. of their body or even the flame falcon that literally just light themselves on fire randomly. Yeah. So those um, sound amazing. Though. But those <laughs> are so good. Those are all members of the twenty first yeah. cursed founding, where there's massive corruption with the so agency. cursed in air quotes because because <laughs> setting yourself on fire would be a pretty sweet. Because that's amazing. Well, yeah. it's so cool that it just doesn't affect you at all, and yeah. it only immolates your enemies. Like that's, yeah. that's a very cool. Until you get immolated by the Inquisition. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that part always sucks. But then you immolate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, the one chapter that came out of here that I found was really interesting. They're called the Sons of Antius. And basically they are bigger, stronger, tougher space marines. Um, so this one, there is no listed like curse attached to it. But, you know, just wait a couple years and maybe we'll get something. I think even the implication though of the curse in terms of like for lack of a better word, genetic puritan they were, they're purity mutated. of the of They the were mutated yeah, right. beyond what was So expected. even if it looks good or it has, yeah. you know, it turns out to be an, uh, an improvement by accident, yeah. it wasn't intended and it's a deviation from the norm, yeah. which is what the Imperium hates. So yeah, exactly. Even so. if it ends up being beneficial to you, it's still looked down on. Yeah. Well, yeah, if you're that much bigger now, you have to get all specialized power armor and like yeah. that could be the curse even for them. <laughs> logistics. Logistics. The curse of logistics. They got us again. Well, sure, like if you <laughs> set yourself on fire... <laughs> Maybe you set your skin on fire, but what about your armor? <laughs> they always oh, you're just burning inside your armor. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> just cooking yourself. <laughs> it's hot in here. Yeah. But there, there were some crazy outcomes of the curse founding, and this is what another example of people have tried to manipulate genes. Yeah, seed. trying to actually affect meaningful change in mm -hmm. this genetic stock. And then one of the last examples that we uh, wanted to share about people trying to manipulate or create better versions of space marines uh, is actually Alpha Primus, mm -hmm. who uh, was created by 
the Archmagos Dominus. Is it Dominus? Yep. Yeah. Archmagos Dominus Belisarius Call himself. <laughs> so Alpha Primus was the first true prototype Primaris Marine. So even in like our, our real life lore, like he came out in the same time in real life as the, all the yes, other Yes, he Primaris did not exist stuff. in the story until Primaris Marines exactly. were existed. Um, so he had more modifications than both Astartes and Primaris Marines. Um, <laughs> the sound was so like... <laughs> ah. I could hear the disappointment on your face. So Alpha Primus was even rewritten on a genetic level and not just through organ implantation, yeah. which is pretty wild too. Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing that like he was pretty much calls lab rat. Yeah, he's like yeah. what what happens if I do this? <laughs> what does it change? And he's just oh god, <laughs> yeah. not again. But so, he just keeps getting better though. <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> well, that's the point about this guy is that like all his modifications have made him physically more formidable, but also a wreck. So yeah. Yeah, so he's bigger, stronger, faster, tougher. Um, he he was even able to unlock psychic ability in yeah, him. Yeah, there was like some Whether, genetic thing that potentially yeah. Call did that either it broke his mind and he it was allowed him to access this thing, yeah. or Call actually engineered some genetic way to tap into the warp. Yeah. I I don't think either yeah. is fully ex- no. explained. He could very well just be a latent psyker. So. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, that like. James was saying the downside is they were a wreck and uh, the process left left Alphys Primus in constant pain all over his body. And while he was allowed to live and serve call, no other Primaris Alphas were made because of this effect. Like he's just... He's a mess. He is a psychological, emotional mess. I think... Now, I haven't read the book that this is all described in, but my understanding of it from what I've read on him is that... they. it doesn't feel like quite enough. He still sounds like he's an absolute tank and that he, oh, he just is. blow through stuff. But it doesn't seem like there's enough drawback hmm. in in why they haven't made more of him. It hmm. just seems like, oh, yeah, he kind of is like moody and he hurts. <laughs> he's hurting. But like, I don't know why anybody in the Imperium would care about that. Yeah. Life is pain. <laughs> it might even just be like the process is so complicated. Like sure. you can't really replicate I, I don't it. think he, the modifications that were done to him have been um, changed to be mass produced. I think that's yeah. the main problem. Is sure, yeah. he, he was calls uh, lab rat and then call is like okay this is the effect i want like what do i have to do to make this mass producible and then so everything that we get is slightly not as good as alpha primus because it had to be like creatable over and over and over again in a timely manner and i think that's like the main reason why there's not a bunch of alpha primus yeah so all that said that leads us into m30 and the horus heresy the start. <laughs> so we're go- now we go back ten thousand <laughs> yeah, years. All that. So that's just those are just examples to show you that people have been experimenting on Gene Seed and with Space Marines yeah. for a very long time. Yeah. So that's not have, it, at least that part of like the primary slur didn't come out of nowhere that people have been yes, manipulating. It. Absolutely. Because like, I've seen a lot of people say like, oh. Who would dare modify yeah. the on, Emperor's Perfect? Many people would hold attempt. I've heard attempt. Hold yes. on. Go Lots back to that trying. list. Go back to that list and tell me how many are heretics and how many are primarchs. So well, Fabius Bile is My a, point is... No, no, no. So it's Fabius Bile is a heretic. Yes. The Raptors are not. No, but... Neither is Korax. But Korax was the son of the Emperor. Primarch is a different And bubble. no one in the 21st Curse founding 
Sure, but were they intentionally and that's thirty-seven people? You got them. Were <laughs> they trying to improve, or were most they trying to clean are, up what was already those are there? Or loyalists? Both. They were sure. trying to perfect. And look what happened. And re- all, all they were cursed. <laughs> no, no, no. Manipulating it does yes. not the make other you thing, a heretic. The other thing I want to add. Well, I mean, debatably. The other thing I want to <laughs> add is, according to the Imperium, even the Korax thing with the Raptors that was relatively new, like that. So I, I thought that too. That came out two thousand eleven. That book, sure, but that's relatively new by like forty kids been around. Years old, yeah, but forty kids been around longer than that. So what? Does and it was does bad. Something have to be older than fifteen years. I'm if it's not consi- in the original book, yeah. if it's not in, <laughs> if it's not in Rogue Trader, the idea of the Raptors count. evolved over time, though. Yeah, because that's yes. not their original thing. Yeah, they they kind of remodified that when they went back to write the Horus Heresy book, as they do. Sure. I'm just, I'm just saying. There's also precedent for the other side because I'm definitely on the other side. Anyways, oh, carry I'm on, on the other side on. too. But I'm trying to, I'm trying to not. Pour too much salt. I thought, I thought we said <laughs> yeah. dash of salt. I thought we said no just, salt. No, just a sprinkling. Just a flavor. Just for some flavor. salt, but yes. Some flavor. <laughs> a little pinch, you know. <laughs> so now, now that you know people do manipulate space marines and attempt to create them better, now let's talk about the actual history of Primaris themselves. So, And it does start all the way back in the Horus Heresy. Yes. <laughs> M30. Uh, in the aftermath of Horus's rebellion, Primarch Reboot Gilliman charged Belisarius Call to create a new breed of warriors. Uh, in order to do this, Reboot gave him the Sangprimus Portum, uh, which contained the complete genetic information of all 20 or potentially 21 Primarchs. So this was like a relic that was kept within Luna, within the gene cults that Reboot took and was like, no, Belly, Sarius. Belly. <laughs> belly <laughs> boy. Like, You're going to need this. And yeah. <laughs> so he, he was, it was given to him by Reboot. It's not yeah. like he went and found it or, or went on a, a mission to claim it himself yeah. or something. But did Reboot steal it? I don't know. Booty is the uh, grand... This isn't about Reboot. This is about the... Primaris. <laughs> He's the grand master. we're talking about Bile. <laughs> He's grand master of the Imperium. He can do whatever the hell he wants. Now, but not then. No. Well, <laughs> time is relative, Christian. Yeah. My God. So, Archmago's Dominus Belisarius Call is an oddity among the Mechanicum as he doesn't value the seeking of old knowledge as his life goal. Instead, Call is an innovator, creator, and inventor. Yeah, it's pretty rare that you find someone within the like cult mechanicus yeah. that isn't set very clearly in the old ways. Yeah, of like tradition one and of ritual. one of the part of their religions is the the search for knowledge, which is literally going out and claiming all knowledge, and that is like a religious aspect of it. Um, and then, yeah, and to so clearly yeah. be opposed it, to that, it yeah. really makes him an outsider yep. from everyone else in the Adeptus Mechanicus. Yeah. Call is also a unique case, though, because he also doesn't even know who he is. Like his well, that he's ge- he's changed more. himself so many times that he's lost he doesn't even it. know though. Yeah, he's lost it, no, but he doesn't even know who's changing his mind either. Like he doesn't know if it's himself or they leave it as a mystery. They've sure. done a lot of things with this character that you can kind of just. You can leave it well open, open to interpretation it, yes. as to what is happening with him. Yeah. But under orders from Gilliman, Call worked on his secret project for the next 10,000 years, waiting for the time when his Primaris Marines would be needed. Um, he created tens of thousands of Marines uh, with better war gear for them to use. Um, and yeah, like, 
So an, an, <laughs> an odd thing is, <laughs> a lot. an odd thing is, it says here, it, like even like Sakanum confirms that he created tens of thousands of Marines. Mark and I actually think that number is significantly higher. We think Hundreds. it, we think it exceeds four hundred thousand Primaris Marines that he actually created. Yeah, and we'll get to that later about why we think that's wrong. Yeah, but uh, yeah, he created many Marines, and he did completely create like a brand new line of war gear, yeah. vehicles, armor, weapons for them to bring into battle. Yeah. So he had access to special STCs that allowed him to grow three extra organs that are unique to Primaris Marines as well. Yeah. So these are really what make Primaris Marines Primaris Marines. Like the war gear, anyone can use the war gear, but yeah. these three organs are what make them. Just like what makes Genetically a space marine, a space marine yeah. is the gene seed. So now we jump ahead. So we're in M30. Now we jump ahead 10,000 years mm. to uh, 999. M41. And this is the Ultima founding and the Indomitus Crusade. Yeah. Ah, so good, good times. Those, they were the best of times. <laughs> the best of times, the worst of times. No, no, they were not the worst of times. <laughs> They were only the best of times. <laughs> uh, so while waiting for his new project to be unveiled, uh, most of the newly created Primaris Marines were held in stasis, uh, and they were referred to as the Awoken once his uh, calls project was revealed. Uh, yep. But while they're in stasis, and they're because they're, they still have to go through training, so they, they undergo psychic psycho conditioning and training while asleep for close to 10,000 years. So they <laughs> awakened as fully hardened warriors capable of fighting as well as veterans of entire campaigns. <laughs> so even though their train, their stasis training gave them this advantage over just a brand new recruit, uh, they were noticed to be inexperienced and tactically inflexible, something that uh, probably most likely disappeared with the creation of the new Primaris Marines and their more versatile war gear loadouts that they're capable of taking now. Yeah. Because when they were first introduced, it was, what, uh, intercessors and... Yeah, just a couple things, but... Yeah, very few foot-slogging things. And now they have more capabilities and more war gear. They can fulfill more roles within the battlefield. Yeah. From from my understanding, early on, they were actually just slaughtered quite quite heavily just because they couldn't... They couldn't they handle everything that yeah, all they the other old Marines could. Exactly. Yeah. The old Marines are just the experience of it. And yeah. for whatever reason, I Don't think they... charge gunfire headlong. Well, they just made it seem like the new Marines just were kind of a little bit incompetent. Hmm. The, the VAT-grown ones. And I think there's just a general trend in 40K that something from a VAT just has like a <laughs> a yeah. weird, like no, little it, bit like limited yeah, yeah. capability. Definitely does. There's many <laughs> examples. Death Corps Krieg, we're looking at you. <laughs> Primarchs, we're looking at you. <laughs> there's many examples of things that are grown in VATs stunted. not yeah. actually being as good as things that are grown biologically like normally. I don't know, yeah. sounds... And clones are even worse on that, on that, that list. That sounds like some pseudo-warp science. Oh. <laughs> Are we, yeah, toss, that, that are we just talking about the B word all of a sudden? Wow. So yeah, just the idea is that like for whatever reason, this first wave of them really didn't perform very hmm. well. Yeah. Uh, one thing to note too is um, when they're in stasis, stasis is like complete time stoppage. Yeah, they're not aging. They're not. Yeah. 
Um, so, so how it so, is that their neurons are firing and they're, they're gaining they're information through they, they should be though. It, it definitely well, would maybe be. that was just call saying that as like a no. selling <laughs> maybe, point. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, oh yeah, yeah I trained these guys for ten minutes. They charge so headlong <laughs> into combat, just like totally inexperienced. They're just like, like all the, all the down. Then just look at call, and he's like, huh, bad batch. Yeah, they're just all dying. Ten thousand die in afternoon. Oh yeah. Don't worry. That was just the that was the first edition. And they'll be the next one. I'll be better. Slaps no. the head of the primaries. <laughs> These bad fit, way. they fit so many psycho conditionings in it. <laughs> Ten thousand years worth. <laughs> they just explode. <laughs> no, but it, it's easy to say. Like um, they 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 stopped the stasis, gave them a bunch of uh, programming, put yeah. them back in stasis. Absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But just just to clarify, when you're in stasis, it's like a complete stoppage of time. Like that's how time. Reboot survived with his throat cut, right? Yeah. So yeah. Um. I could very well be wrong on this. I think you are. <laughs> I agree. My okay. vote is yes. <laughs> yeah. We okay. got three yeses. I do believe some Horus Heresy Marines were converted to Primaris and then put into stasis. Interesting. I, I could be totally misremembering. Huh, I do from? remember something like that, but I don't know Vaguely. Where from. Now, it could also be that they were just Terranborn, which makes sense that he'd collect his raw recruits from Terra. And then just slap was he so stasis. close? He was on Mars, so. yeah. right? Exactly. So it makes sense that we draw his pool of recruits. Yeah. But for some reason, in the back of my mind, I feel like there's some veterans that actually. So that maybe that's, that's totally where he possible. got his number, his success rate of changing old marines yeah, to that, primaries. That's marines. exactly what I was saying. Yeah, gonna say, but yeah, yeah. But so I could he, be. I could be wrong. Done it. Interesting. Yeah, it could be it's wrong. Possible. If someone knows, that'd be really interesting for for us to know. If uh, like one hundred percent. What chapters did yeah, they pull that from? Send that right? to jameseswrong.com or whatever that email is. <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> James is a dumb dumb no, bitch. James like <laughs> James complaints or something. <laughs> oh yeah, James complaints. <laughs> yeah. I wonder. I should I should make that email and just see, <laughs> see what shows up. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> upon the resurrection <laughs> of Reboot Gilliman, his pilgrimage to Terra and. And he proclaimed himself the Lord Commander of the Imperium. Call was finally ordered to reveal his long-held secret. Uh, his ten thousand year. Yeah. If you got a secret, you could trust Call. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, he might not guy, remember it himself. <laughs> that guy is a fucking vault. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like at whatever Mechanicum Church talking with his buddies. <laughs> Call, what did you do on the weekend? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I haven't done, I've never done anything. Yeah. Like, <laughs> nope. Never once. He's got nope. an entire field of like hundreds of thousands <laughs> of bats, <laughs> breeds. No one knows about it somehow. <laughs> what's What's in there? Well, <laughs> no. That's just the bathroom. But every once, in a, every once in a while, he slips and he tells it, and he's like, "Shit!" So then he like he kills infil- them. He infiltrates them and like tries to delete their memory. No, he just kills good them. stuff. Um, so at this point, he had created, we think, hundreds of thousands of Primaris Marines, whereas they say only tens of thousands. Um, half of them, and this is why we think that number is wrong. So half. Of them, <laughs> this is why we think Games Workshop's numbers are wrong. Yeah. Well, we. You could do a whole episode on. on that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, so half of these Marines that he created were organized into new chapters with the Ultima founding, consisting entirely of Primaris Marines. So brand new chapters in the Ultima founding. And the other half, fully half, it says, were formed into the Unnumbered Sons. And mm-hmm. these Unnumbered Sons is where we get our bigger, better numbers from. Right, but how can you get those numbers if they're clearly called the Unnumbered? Sorry, do you know what the Unnumbered Sons are? Christian? They're 
uh, clearly uh, unnumbered uh, is what they are. I think we're actually going to talk about them. Right. Should we do it right now? Yeah, so okay. we'll just keep going through the notes. With our Primaris pieces in place, the Indominus Crusade was declared. It became the largest crusade since the Great Crusade, led by the Emperor himself. And so this is where the number we get. So there was fully like nine so legions worth. The unnumbered sons made up nine legion-sized armies. Yeah. That is why we like, and we said like legion numbers were not, limited no. to a thousand marines sometimes they measured over two hundred thousand marines yeah. so like uh, apparently on average it's a hundred thousand but yeah. some like yeah some are at 250 500 i think it was sure gilliman at yeah. some point so like so we t- we said very conservatively yep. okay what if every legion only had fifty thousand marines in it that's four hundred and fifty thousand marines just in the unnumbered sons alone that's half of of nine hundred thousand <laughs> so he technically created potentially Almost a million Marines, yeah. and that's why we think their number is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, and there's on. even another. There's even another thing. So, at the very end, spoiler alert: um, the unnumbered sons get disbanded, and when they get disbanded, absolutely, af- yeah. After a uh, hundred, two hundred years, no, no, one hundred and ten years is the Indominus oh, okay. Crusade. There was twenty thousand of them left. Just the unnumbered sons. Just, yeah, and that's these after... are not the chapters that were created by the Ultima Foundry. <laughs> yeah, and that's supposed to be like a devastatingly low number to yeah. show how heavy the fighting was. Yeah. So if that, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think their numbers are off, and uh, they say only tens of thousands. Two minor counterpoints. Yeah. One, um, tens of thousands could be. That it's, it's a weird way of could, phrasing yeah, yeah. hundreds of yeah, thousands, yeah. but you. Theoretically, no. You wouldn't use that to describe anything beyond two hundred thousand. Traditionally, because then no, you would you, use hundreds of thousands. Y- yes, traditionally, but that sure, doesn't but mean it, you can't. Yeah, like, like you could, you're not wrong. You could have you could have a million dollars in hundred dollar bills. So you could have hundreds <laughs> of hundred dollar bills, but you know the implication there is different. I have a dollar bill. <laughs> sure, but when you're trying, when it's you're a not, dumb way of wording it. I'm just trying to defend it. When you're trying to America, when you're trying to describe the. You're, you're trying to describe the, 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 the feeling yes. of what this is. And using tens of thousands when you've created close to a million potential Marines is the wrong way of doing that. And so, e- sure, maybe... You want to use the number a lot. <laughs> absolutely. They, they should have created... Three to four a lot. They should have... Yeah, I don't know. I think they, <laughs> they should have been a little more careful in how they said this because it... I don't know. I sure, think, I'm not, I think they did it's this. Just one it's just problems. They probably just had two people writing sure. those two different parts. Or it was intentional. Something fishy's going on. Call doesn't want you to know what he's up to. (laughs) (laughs) Still keeping secrets. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. And a second minor counterpoint. Okay. How do you know he wasn't making them concurrently? Because 110 years of crusading, theoretically, he could be producing replacements. He could be producing more. He wasn't. There were, there were vaults. There were vaults placed all throughout the galaxy where they were, and he just went and awakened new ones up. Yeah. Um. And the unnumbered sons uh, account for the ones that were originally made. They actually have a bunch of different titles depending on where and how you were made. Yeah. And the unnumbered sons is like a title specifically for this category. That was specifically at the beginning of the Indomitus Crusade. It was the unnumbered sons. So no Marines get added to that. So other chapters were making Marines, but they were never added to the unnumbered sons. 
like I find no, it hard I just to think, believe I just that you wouldn't try is, to replace Battlefield losses even as they were happening. But they were, but they weren't called. They weren't part of they that initial. They it's weren't almost part of like they weren't the almost like a thought. campaign yeah. bash. It's so, like I am part of the original squads that were yeah, sure, created. but even original no, so, squads. So get we'll get in. We'll no, get into it later. One. Yeah, not this one. So when we get into it later, but what if they all got wiped out? As we would be dumb, then they lose. As we happened. Oh, we gambled and we lost because we were too dumb to replace our casualties in a campaign that's over a hundred years long. Wasn't replacing them. Space Marine chapters at that point were beginning to replace them themselves. The unnumbered sons were never meant to be a thing. It it looks like every time I read this, they were meant to just all right bulldoze through, and then when you're done, like yeah, but you're done again. That's a bad. Bad way to do Welcome things. to Game Four. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay, but you have Just a problem with them saying ten thousand. Let it be known. <laughs> let it be known that Christian thinks he's smarter than Gilman because he's the guy. <laughs> Gilman is this dumb guy, but Christian. Oh, he can't even take... survive a throat wound, Gilman. <laughs> I could kill a cougar <laughs> <laughs> with my bare. Hands. Oh my god, it's not even hard. <laughs> oh my god, let's Gilman top that. <laughs> Um, well. So un- unnumbered sons. The, so there was hundreds of thousands of them of the unnumbered sons of Astartes. allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. But God there was also there's also trillions of guardsmen. There were you know sisters of battle. There admech forces. There's everything in. Imagine there's custodes. I was going to say this is where custodies yep. came out of the Imperial Palace. Yep. Yeah, there was a yeah. whole bunch of like the first. Yeah. Few they they campaigns. reformed the Sisters of Silence for this, didn't they? They yep. brought yep. them back as a fighting. Yeah, force, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so literally every element of the Imperium was has like, been all right, military. we're here. Yep. Like we this is the this. new Great Crusade, effectively. Yeah, yeah Gilman's turning it up. Yeah, turning it up from three seventy five to four hundred. <laughs> <laughs> That's some spicy heat. That's right. That's how you cook a pizza. <laughs> That's how you, how you capture a galaxy. That's how you cook a pizza. <laughs> Cooking with James. <laughs> Have you ever wanted to conquer the galaxy? Well, spread that cheese thick because that's how we like it in this kitchen. <laughs> that's right. That's okay. right. That's right. So <laughs> along the crusade, though, emissaries of Primaris Marines called the Torchbearers were sent ahead of the main fleet to existing Astartes chapters. With them were brought new STC templates for war gear, as well as the process for making new space marines. The Primaris Marines. Yes, sorry. New Primaris Marines. So they were making new Primaris Marines, Christian, but they were a part of the chapters and not a part of the unnumbered They sons. were not the awoken people. Sure, yeah. but I, they're not the vat born. Yeah. They're growing them like... Does it say exclusively? Yes. Both yes, can still it exist. does. No. Where? Show me a page number. 437. Okay. <laughs> 42. Yeah. No, also that one. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Of course. Of a different book, but the yeah. page, the title, you have to figure out on your own. <laughs> no, like they're, they're two very different ones. So they are still making space marines. So these torchbearers, they went ahead to chapters and roughly 94% of chapters accepted the Primaris marines because it's super heavy fighting, yeah. right? Like all these chapters are being pushed back to their very limits. So any yeah, this re- is the hardest, most grueling fighting the Imperium has seen for 10,000 yeah. years. So- any reinforcements come, like even if you're a little bit reticent, like as I said, 94% accepted. There were still those 6% holdouts, probably all Dark Angels. <laughs> <laughs> No, that was a joke. <laughs> so, Don't send us an email. So, <laughs> like, uh, but the Blood of Ball. Yeah. Um, this is like the basically one of the books that introduced Primaris into the into the universe for Blood Angels. And the yep. idea of that is that basically a whole bunch of the chapters 
were completely wiped out fighting the Tyranids. And even though one, very few that were left were basically stripped down to almost nothing. Yeah. So it, I'm, I'm assuming that's basically what the situation is across the galaxy. Exactly. Like, they we have like, this is, we have like them. 30, we have 30 blood angels left and now we need, we need to like start filling it up. So like, <laughs> it's almost weird to see squat Marines at all. Yeah, they should be. When you have rare. like, because that, that book there should basically. be 6% squat Marines to 94% primaries. Well, like, but that's the thing is that those books that talk about like the Indominus Crusade coming through, it's like there's nothing left of these chapters, basically. Yeah. You need, and not you every need chapter these. is affected the same. Some sure. went through much less casualties, but I do agree with the sentiment you're, you're trying to share is that yeah. this was. They, they needed the Primaris. Yeah. This was a necessity. It wasn't like a, well, I guess we'll accept Primaris. It was like, oh, damn, we desperately needed an infusion of warriors. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I've seen a lot of people, like, commenting on, like, oh, I see a Flesh Terror's Primaris. And it's like, yeah, so Gabriel Seth isn't super keen on them. Sure. But, like, he's probably only got a few Marines left after after fighting off. But a true man of character doesn't bow to what he needs. He He's... Stays true to his convictions. And then he dies. Cool. <laughs> exterminated. Good job. Your convictions are exterminated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the Indominus Crusade pushed through system after system, reclaiming and freeing many planets that had either fallen to chaos or even just Xenos. Like Xenos ran rampant across right now. Well, yeah, they like, realized that like humanity, which is one of the biggest powers in the galaxy, is on the back foot. Yeah. Like might as well take advantage, you know? Yeah. How many how many cultist uprisings yeah. happened during this time? Yeah, like the Tau Empire out? alone took two more worlds. <laughs> that's so that's <laughs> they doubled their they empire. Almost doubled. <laughs> they almost <laughs> doubled. <laughs> Um, along the way, though, uh, chapters of Primaris Marines were also founded to protect their new holding. Yeah. So whether this came from more numbers of the Ultima or whether they came from the, the unnumbered sons. sons, either which way. Unknown. Unknown. Yeah. Or if they just created them, we don't know. But it wouldn't have been call. It, yeah. <laughs> Prove it. But, but <laughs> Show so me even, a page number. Even if Call did create them, they're they, still not a yes, part of the Unnumbered Sun. These are no, now no. fully different chapters. Not even Vacron. They're not yeah. Stasis Boys. Yeah, they're, they're, not, they're no longer the Awoken. Yeah, Awoken and the Unnumbered Sun. Yeah. So. Uh, so after around 100 years, the Indominus Crusade began to break down. So with resources, including Primaris, being stretched to their absolute limits. Uh, it was only when Gilliman heard news from Ultramar that the Plague Wars were developing into some serious, long-lasting issues that he uh, called an end to the Indominus Crusade, and he went and dealt with the Plague Wars. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's funny. I don't know. Was it, yeah, wasn't that... That plague was... Well, I'm done. I'm well, going The, the plague was... Uh, <laughs> it was meant to distract him from the Indominus Crusade. It was a plague specifically designed that it was only curable when in the presence of Gilliman. So wasn't that... that that happened a hundred years before. Oh, that happened at the so beginning that, of the Indominus? So when, no, no, no. So when Rebuke Gilman wakes up, this is when that plague happens. He's I going around see. Ultramar. People only are healed when they're around Gilman and as soon as he leaves. So this was a distraction. It was trying to keep him from terror. Yes, sir. I see. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So either yeah. which, yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, of course, <laughs> we we are all knowledgeable. <laughs> so yeah, him and Morty, those those boys slapping each other about. Yeah. So Rubu Gilman's like he like he has to go look after his five hundred worlds. So he calls an end to the crusade. I'm sure there's still crusade elements. Like people are still pushing here and there or whatever. But ultimately, when the Peter's Lord Commander, out. yeah. yeah 
But so the remaining 20,000 unnumbered sons were reformed into new chapters. Uh, and the Imperium as a whole could take a moment of reprise. Mm. Existing a breath. A breath. <laughs> Before <But>. the punch. <sighs> Dasani. <laughs> Not an official sponsor of the 40K podcast. But could be, if it's, you want to. It's just a Primaris Marine drinking water on a backdrop of a world exploding behind him. And just take a breath. Take some Dasani. Is he wearing a helmet or not? No. Why would no? He's, just <laughs> yeah. pouring, it, he's through pouring it through the grill. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so existing Astartes chapters became more familiar with Primaris, happily and readily accepting them into their ranks, either during or after the Indominus Crusade. Their presence is felt throughout the galaxy, and they will continue to be made and to fight for humanity. Yeah. Something. So, sorry. I just want to add something about yep. the unnumbered sons. Yep. Uh, something I found very interesting is that even though they were all made and wore the heraldry of their gene sires yeah they fought together yeah so there were squads with imperial fists with uh raven guard with ultramarines all primaris shoved in the same thing meant to foster unity between the different genetic brothers and then after this um some of them were split up and either sent to legions or chapters that they came from or to create their own yeah. it was after that they broke up then they stuck with their genetic yeah. brothers but yeah. during the indominus crusade they all fought together and i, I thought yeah. that was a very interesting thing because you do not see that very often yeah we talk a little more about like their heraldry too and stuff coming up but yeah it's very different very different for the unnumbered sons yeah. specifically and uh, apparently one of the reasons why was yeah just to kind of keep the divisions that happened in the Horus Heresy, which Call was around and seen happen. Absolutely, yeah. Like, from happening again. Like, oh, if we all understand each other. If we all just talk We just sing Kumbaya. And yeah. So, yeah. the other thing is, apparently, I'm pretty sure 98% of all Space Marine chapters now accept Primaris. So, originally it was 94. And then, like, that was the original Torchbringer number. But now it's, like, 98% of all chapters accept it. So there's, you know, what would be the number? Only 10 chapters that don't? That's yeah. very, very, very few. One of them is Mark. Mark's chapter. Yeah, but like, you can't even <laughs> say that's that. just a uh, logistic, logistic I don't error. know if you could like say that there's only a thousand chapters now. Yeah, that's true. That I is. think it's very reasonable to say that there could be twice as many. Absolutely. Like he, an infusion of almost about... double Primaris Marines, but a lot of them died. So yeah, so here, here, here's sure. why I don't think double. I think it's very similar number. Um, it's because, yeah, on our high end, they made a million Marines. So it doubled right there. Um, but all the, ch- like, how many chapters were destroyed and yeah. then how many Primaris also died during yeah. the Indominus Crusade? Sure, but there's no, there's no limit. I'll settle on for 1,500. Shake on it. Push push for 14, Mark. Come on. Don't, don't settle for 15 right away. No, I'll, do, I'll do 15 right away. Damn it. We'll do 15 right away. You'll 15. learn to negotiate, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, see, friends negotiate so we both win. We're not fucking savages. No, no, no. You, guys. you missed the last uh, way, whereas win, 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 where I, as the mediator, <laughs> also, get a also cut. win. For mediating a successful negotiation, <laughs> get, get out of here. This so, was me and Jay. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't win in this one. This was only win-win. Yeah. This wasn't win-win-win. And I wasn't even counted in that one. <laughs> that transaction. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of a history of how the Primaris came to be, what they are doing, what happened, yeah, to how them. they were infused into regular chapters. Because 
I don't mind this part of the story. I like the fact that the fighting was so desperate and they were so in need that they had no choice but to accept these guys. It was either like, look, either you die completely or you change. And I, like, if you were going to do this, I don't mind this aspect of it. Sure. And the Ultima <laughs> and the Indominus Mark's Crusade. clenching his jaw. Well, I, I think it's just like uh, it felt like not to like bring out things outside the lore into it, but it felt like that whole eighth edition thing was very uh, much of a revamp of oh yes of the way the company was run, and so it, it kind of poured into the way the lore is too. With this kind of, it's the new Great Crusade. We're doing this new big campaign. The M- the Imperium is something. It's still the Imperium, but there's something new about it. There's yeah. something more uh, yeah aggressive about it, and it kind of matched what the company was doing too so it just kind of it makes sense that that it reflects kind of, real life yeah it's yeah, interesting absolutely <clears throat> so uh biology so we talked about the three organs that are added so let's that make primaris primaris let's explain them so the very first one that they got is called the sinew coils and sinews they are sinews <laughs> sinews are reinforced with uh-huh with metallic <laughs> coil cables adding another layer of internal defense and increasing their strength beyond that of a regular marine so they their sinews are literally like metal now metal cables that's fun just put pistons in your arms yeah it's bionics yeah <laughs> <laughs> i you mean you heard of goddamn robots <laughs> <laughs> but yeah I, like the interesting thing is these are gene seed like are these grown Right, so they have to eat some metal. Like, I wonder what it actually—if they're literally cutting them open and replacing sinew, or if they're like, all right, this is a biological uh, replacement that's ex- the exact same as like steel on sinew. So I like imagining that all these things have a physical synthetic representation, but they have such a mastery of genetics that they're able to grow them on like grow metal. Absolutely, yeah. You can grow. Yeah, that's a crystal. Can, but you no, but I can like crystalline structure. I can, like that the idea. Same way, that. like a tyrannid can grow carapace. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> or chitin, chitin. Sorry, yeah. sorry, chitin. Or like how a mantis shrimp can <laughs> vaporize, can <matter>. punch, <laughs> <laughs> can break the time space singular. <laughs> I also holy shit, like space space marines. <laughs> James complaints. Splash <laughs> <laughs> it on the screen. <laughs> Um, like space marines already are insanely strong compared to regular humans. Yeah. So like you're talking crazy, strong, crazy, crazy you're strong. talking craziness. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, like a it's like a forklift. <laughs> they even I, make the beeping noise when they, when back, they back up. It's <laughs> just like a safety feature of their armor. <laughs> beep, beep. This is not canon, brother and terrorist. Turn around. <laughs> Stop, beep, beep. <laughs> Brother, please! No. It's like that scene in Austin Powers where the guys just stand there. No! <laughs> and they got the, yeah. It takes like 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so another one of the gene seeds that they have is the Magnificat. <laughs> yeah. So ultimately, this Magnificat was a failed experiment, uh, and it was meant to be half of a whole. The entire uh, genetic organ, the organ was called the Godmaker, um, or the dual valve immortus gland. Uh, so the original, <laughs> the original version of this was placed inside Primarchs, and apparently this is the source for their perce- perceived immortality. Crazy. Like what made Primarchs immortal was apparently this gland. Crazy. And, and yeah, this is what Call was trying to originally 
recreate. And so he was because ultimately, like you have like, all right, what do you model something after? Like, well, we can't recreate the emperor, but we know he created the Primarch, so let's try and do that. And that's what he's trying to create is just these beings that are able to an army of Primarchs. Exactly, but on. Um, he was Somebody unable to model that on the table. <laughs> yeah. An entire army of primarchs. Just reboot kill him. <laughs> over and over and over uh, again. <laughs> but he was unable to find the plans for a complete uh, dual valve Immortus clan. Instead, he only builded the uh, what was called the dextrophic lobe or the right half of this gland. So this Magnificat now is called. It releases hormones that increase the body's growth as well as intensifying some of the other gene seed functions, such as the osmodula or the biscopia. Cool. Which I believe is muscle growth and bone growth. Yeah. Which totally makes sense because Primaris Marines are larger than their regular Marine counterparts. Yeah. So this Magnificat is what's sending both of these gene seed that pri- Space Marines already have into overdrive. And they're, they're like, all right, you were capable of doing this. Like, now take it to level 11. <laughs> Turn that music up. <laughs> Ice cannon. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. The- In addition to the beeping, their armor features <laughs> some hard bass beats. <laughs> but yeah, this was supposed to be like the the answer to how to create immortal Marines was like he was like, I was Wild. gonna create an army of Primarchs and he couldn't do it. So a couple of things with that then. Are you okay. just here to shit on this no, parade? No, no, I'm asking questions. Oh, okay. Are Primaris Marines functionally immortal then? No. Because that's the same way always- the Space Marines are. This, yeah. this, it didn't do anything. It did not function how it was supposed to. For their to. longevity. It only increased gene seed, increased the body's growth and intensified gene seed functions. It did not function as it was, it was supposed to okay. at all. Yeah. And the other thing is like Primarchs, case, just, just for listeners that are kind of newer to 40K, like Primarchs are bigger than Space Marines by a large margin. So you're kind of like scaling everything up. Well, they can be. Some Primarchs are Some just are, the are size relatively, of Space Marines. Yes, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, like, oh, Ferris. No, 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 Even Oh, my God. Was... <laughs> sorry. My I always get those two confused. Mixed I up. know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Me too. E- Even those, though, though, are still bigger. Bone yeah, because all the, all the Alpha Legion Space Marines are known to be slightly larger than regular Space Marines. But, sure, but that's an entire Legion's worth of Space Marines that are larger than other Space Marines. Sure, sure. I'm, my point is... What is your point? My point is I don't have a point. No. That makes that, sense. That the upscale... <laughs> the Belisarian be- Furnace. Because it comes from the Primarchs, you know, organs, that the yeah. Primarchs are so massive that these guys are going to grow, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. another... Yeah. What is it? Another foot or two feet taller than they are? Yeah. I don't know if they have it's a hard. Say, but I would say a foot. Yeah, because, like, Space Marines range... Well, there is... Yeah, there's a range. It's, Space Marines range from seven to... Eight feet, maybe nine. At but the that's tallest. a pretty big, decent range for something that's supposed to be batch and mass produced, right? Sure. Like I they're mean, supposed humans to, have a crazy, but we aren't batch range. or match or mass produced. Oh yeah, <laughs> give me fifty us. women, I'll batch produce for you. Nobody wants give that. Give me fifty. Mark, you 40. can't even do it with the one you have. <laughs> well, I've done it. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Look. He's we all know that you're the father of Christian's children. <laughs> mm. Interesting. The plot thickens. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs> so the, the third organ <laughs> is my cat. When Mark is voted <laughs> off the island. The pot out of the quarantine room. You slept room. with my wife. <laughs> <laughs> you son of a bitch. I am your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Takes off wig. <laughs> oh! <laughs> you... Christian are not the father. <laughs> oh, so the Belisarius Furnace. 
yeah, so this organ <laughs> is a direct connection between the Astartes' mm-hmm. two hearts. Uh, it's also called the revitalizer. And in times of extreme stress or trauma, it releases biological chemicals that are very similar to combat stims. And one unique function of this compound is that it aggressively increases regeneration. And then after it releases this uh, biological combat stim or whatever, it, uh, it has to recuperate and like build up its stocks. So it falls dormant until it's, again, ready to release. So you better not have another case of trauma. You don't want to blow your load too early. No. You got to do it at the right moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could do it in small increments over a long period of time. <laughs> <laughs> That's my preferred method. But yeah, ah. those, are the, those are the three organs that Primaris Marines have that yeah. Space Marines do not. Yeah. They also, yeah, they have all the other ones. They have the ability to spit acid. They have yeah. the black carapace. They have all that still. And uh, the one interesting to note, too, is I'm even for like Imperial Fist Primaris Marines, I'm pretty sure they still have the ability to spit acid. They've recovered yeah. their loss. Yes, teams. exactly. Yes. When they were all in the same in the same Portum Primus or whatever. I said it earlier. Whatever it, Portus Primus. Yeah. Whatever it was that was given to call I just told you what it was. by Reboot Gilliman, that genetic stock was untainted, yeah. uncorrupted, unmutated. Fresh. It was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So these Marines, even the Blood Angel Primaris Marines originally created. They did not suffer from the Black Rage. Yeah, I just wanted someone else to say it because then when we get complaints, they'll be for you. No one complains about me. Not a single person has ever complained about anything I've ever oh, signed sweet and done. Just send me 50 women. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Don't send me your complaints. Just yeah. send me 50 women. <laughs> but similarly to the fact that uh, no Blood Angels suffered from Black Rage, also Space Wolf Primaris Marines did not have the curse of the wolf in. Yeah. Um, But more on that at another time. Unless you wanted to go into it right now. No. Got to lose some suspense so that they actually listen to the end of the podcast. Yeah, why else were they here? I don't even think it will be on this podcast. (coughs) I can't talk... Space Marines and Primaris in one episode. I can and only, Space Wolves. Yeah, yeah Oof, I can only bottle down so much. Rage. Rage. But, uh, <laughs> so Primaris Rubicon Ooh, is the Rubicon. another very interesting thing about the biology of Space Marines. Primaris. Yeah, so the Rubicon is the process of surgically enhancing Space Marines into a Primaris Marine. Yeah. So it's it's changing something that's already existed. And the Rubicon, uh, Christian, I'm sure you can give a little history about the Rubicon River back in, I believe it was anywhere between 50. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. In 30 BC, and this is Caesar crossed Caesar the Rubicon in River, Turkey, I believe. Yeah. And yeah. it and caused a and civil war. Yeah, 
Christian, would you like to? Tell Christian, us you more? just you're, you're the history guy, right? No, I. I, I thought you loved history. No, I hate it. Would you like to tell us how this is directly <laughs> a comparison of why I'm the primaries sorry, that was are gonna too fun. betray the emperor and mankind? No, no. Why would we'll you? Save it for why would you betray episode. the emperor, Christian? <laughs> why would you do that? Who says I haven't already? <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> the voices. Why do you betray the emperor? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, the Rubicon. Poor Christian. Uh, I wonder if we ever get invited onto Star Lords. Will no, he no, give no. us the same gruff? Probably not. Well, no, it's all scripted. <laughs> I'm going to make you read There's your own ma- lines. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to make you insult yourself. I hate myself. <laughs> I know nothing about the Star Wars. Wow, now that or I've the said wars it out loud, I feel like it was true all along. <laughs> I had a moment of awakening <laughs> in the line someone else wrote for me. Um, so since the introduction of the Primaris Marine, many wondered whether the older Space Marines would also be augmented. Not only that, but they wondered whether they should be. It, it was almost a, a philosophical and ethical question <laughs> for some chapters. Huh. Well, they, they view no, themselves yes, yes, yes. as works of the Emperor himself. Yeah, and yeah. how dare they presume to change themselves into something other than what he had intended. And yeah. I, that was where the philosophy and the ethics came into. Anyways, Call had initially claimed that this could be done, uh, and he further suggested that there would be a 61.6% failure rate, so you would die 61.6% of the time. 61.6000000. And maybe, it's more, very more. precise, though, and maybe that's where it comes from. Yeah, because he's done it before. Maybe. Yeah, I would love to see confirmation of that because I yeah. think that would be so cool of to find Horace out. heresy veterans. Yeah, how many of these veterans, like, yeah. donated themselves and they're like, try it on me and, like, to lose fully two-thirds of... Yeah, about two-thirds of ten people. That's not that much. How, I'm just saying... So, you, well, that's a very small pool. To get that number, though, you would have to do it a thousand times to get that percentage. No, because then you would get 61... Exactly. Yeah. Oh, or 62. Oh, yeah, exactly. Right, right, right. Well, you could have had a half death that you revived and like. Well, then I don't know what to do with back. this one. Let's, <laughs> yeah. let's jot down a six. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's mostly alive. He's kind of crippled, but. Uh, <laughs> well, over yeah. 10,000 years, maybe he was doing experiments with. Uh, Absolutely. Anyone, yeah, yeah. But maybe I, one, I, every, one every 10 years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it would be very cool to know whether that those numbers came from the Horus heresy yeah. era Marines. Yeah. I just like that continuity personally. Have someone who like lived back then to be well. They would have been put in stasis, right? Right, but yeah. still, it's that continuity of like the past. Absolutely, it's that it's the history come again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I again, I can't confirm that. If someone could, that'd be great. What page number, Christian? Six. Until you give a page, page six, Eric. There we go. I don't know what book. No, no, no. But that's just the chapter six. heading. <laughs> oh, okay. called out. <laughs> uh, so during the course of the introduction of Primaris Marines, two Space Marines underwent the necessary surgeries at around the same time, unbeknownst to each other. So separate of each other, they both decided to do it. Uh, Chapter Master Marnius Calgar and Master of the Hunt Corsero Khan both underwent surgery in uh, their attempts to emerge as Primaris Marines. Yeah. So... Of the two examples above, Corsero experienced a lot of pain. <laughs> so much so that apparently new pain lines were seen across his face when he emerged. So he, it was a really painful thing for him, Christian. Don't make that face. These are new pain lines, oh. Eric. From hearing Ooh. that? From, from hearing this episode. This. No, allegedly. Ooh. So like I read. <laughs> You're getting some pain uh, lines there. Ooh. That was Corsero Khan. <laughs> yeah. No, I read it. And apparently he Tasty. emerged. <laughs> so good. So good. <laughs> <laughs> 
Anyways, <laughs> apparently, when Corsero did emerge, the only like it was just the pain lines across his face that had been added. Yeah. Um, but then Calgar, on the other hand, actually died during his procedure. And there's a I think a lot of misconception about what happens during the Rubicon. And- misconceptions we've been a part of absolutely we've spread (laughs) these falsities these lies to people yeah um so it's known that calgar died at his operation yeah obviously yes but i think that a lot of people believe that you have to die to become a primaris marine and that i i think is very common you read the lexicanum you read the wikia it's very obvious that they say, oh, like, they'll suppress your immune system, you'll die, and then if you can come back, you're Primaris. Yeah. I do not believe that that is the normal scenario. I think his was a complete accident. Yeah, so when you read the actual thing, like, they talk, like, very much about how, like, there's cherubs in the back, like, singing, like... There was a feeling of dread yeah. as soon as... He, and they talk about his corpse, you know? Yeah. It's no longer a body that they're operating on. Sure. Um, they're singing prayers and hymns to you know, help guide his spirit. And yeah. as they're sewing up his corpse, 20 minutes later, he like rips himself off the table. So I do not believe that it is intentional for them to kill you during this procedure. Yeah. I fully believe that was an accident. Yeah. So so then we went through like every Primaris Marine or every regular Marine that became a Primaris Marine. Especially during this psychic awakening, there's been a lot of yeah. new things going. And there's not one example of another person dying yeah. during their Rubicon. Yeah. Not one. And I think that I think it's very misrepresented. Yeah. Like the more I read it, like I, I read Calgar's thing, I think four or five times while we were doing research. I'm just trying to like, how's the wording in this? Did, was it meant to die? Was it an accident? You read everyone else's and, and truly <laughs> the like the guy who's just dating him's like, uh oh. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Damn, I just killed Calgar. I am going to die. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, he like, was dead when he got here. <laughs> That's the feeling you get. You get the yeah. feeling that like everything changed when he died and like the like it it felt like a different thing. It was no longer an operation. It was now like a funerary rites and yes. they were just Did you read it, Christian? I didn't read it. I know you But I'm going to offer it. some counterpoints. You should read it potentially. Okay. No, it you should definitely Here read it. Here it comes. It. Here it goes. Okay. Spewing hot Here. vomit all over. <laughs> no, no, no. Just open why, your mouth and accept it. Why do you think? So baby bird me. <laughs> So one, Calgar, because of who Calgar is, any no-name Marine can die on the operating table, not a big deal, and come back. And they're like, oh, okay, another one, great. But because Calgar is Calgar, it's this big deal for him to cross. Second, being one of the first. What does that have to do with it being intentional or non-intentional? Well, because one, like, oh, again, being the first, they're like, oh, crap, we didn't mean to kill him. We didn't know that's what would happen when we did this. He's not and the then first, it, though. And then it becomes a normal... Well, he was one of the first. No, no, no. It is not confirmed that he is the first person to undergo the procedure. It is confirmed that him or Khosrow Khan is the first person to successfully go through the procedure. So if every single other one dies on the table, how do you know whether but then they stay it's dead, successful though. or not? Right, exactly. But well, then, then they stay dead. Well, then so you would assume, fuck, it died, point, right. it's, he's gone, up there's another point, failure. Exactly. So I'm nice saying it's not intentional. Not the argument for once. It's nice to not have hate, Eric's hot hatred spewed <laughs> upon me <laughs> for once. I, that doesn't mean it's intentional. I always, okay, for whatever reason, I thought I 
was under the impression that it was because not. no, no, that you weren't supposed to die. Like you just you you are close to death, and then they put you through this, and then it's like a one in three chance you make it out of it. I didn't think that you had to die. Yeah. I was not under that impression. We've definitely shared that you they kill you during this procedure, and then, procedure. And then uh, yeah. the I whole purpose is to tr- furnace kicks exactly. in. Maybe I was under that impression in the past, but I that's not my current. Which is good because anytime I read it now, any other description I've read of the Rubicon being passed, I do not get the impression that the death is intentional. I I read it all, as a pure like, my God, we fucked up. All they need <laughs> is like a finger though. My Lord Calgar. Uh, like you got Ragnar's broken body. All they got uh, left yeah. is his left pinky toe. There, <laughs> they they are, we can rebuild him. <laughs> <laughs> there, there has been a couple things like the first so Marnius Calgar is the very first also description we have of someone passing the Rubicon. And I think they did it really well. I really I really enjoyed that. Uh, and then later on, we're like, oh, okay, we see a pattern. Every single space marine to ever pass the Rubicon has been beaten to a bloody pulp, and now the only way for them to survive is to become a primaris. I'm tired of that. Personally, I don't like that. Um, but get your salt the fuck off. Calgar itself, I think, was really well done in terms of how they described it. And yeah, and read it. You need yeah, to read yeah. it. Okay, I'm not like like hardlining a trench here and like, no, this is the way it is. I'm just offering alternative opinions, like alternative medicine. Sure, but bring <laughs> it. it may or may not be true. Christian, you shouldn't be doing either of those. <laughs> Do not advise I'm people just, on medical. Give things. me, give Listen, me a source. You want to become a primaris? I can make you a primaris. <laughs> Drink this. <laughs> give me a source as to why you think that you have to die. Because when I read their source as to why you think you have to die. I do not agree with the what comes okay. out of it. Sure, yeah. that's fair. I'm not saying that that's necessarily so not I, the case okay. either. I'm just as more and more battle brothers cross the Rubicon, <laughs> the success rate seems to increase, with the chance of death becoming fairly small. Um, as well, the induct- introduction of three new organs, the Rubicon is being used as a type of resurrection, giving Marines a new life after sustaining wounds that would normally have killed them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the one where I, I come with a little more like with, but I, I but like it's, the, it's happening. But it's I, happening. I like the idea that they're getting better at it and that it's improving yeah. success rate yeah. because since they're making so many, so many of the uh, old Marines are becoming Primaris. It kind of like okay, it's less, it's less of a like pain in the butt to for them to be like, oh yeah, now we have this other guy has now like. I would um, almost prefer that personally. Forty K just needs new heroes. Well, that's just bigger, bigger. Point. Whatever. I won't whatever, derail too far. Whatever. With it, either, but. either way, like the idea that since they are making, they are making new heroes like Tor Garadon and and there's a whole sure, bunch of new guys. Yes. But uh, the the idea that they're bringing, I think Tor Garadon is also ascended though. Whatever. I, whatever. But <laughs> he's a new. But hero, he didn't though. have a model. Yeah, he's a new he, guy. I don't even think he had lore. Either no, way, um, what was the what was the Raven Guard guy? Uh, Shrike. 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 Yeah. Shrike. He 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 ascended. Shrike is definitely ascended. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it makes sense that they're getting better at this process, and there's now the all these guys are yeah. like, okay, well, it's super. Like, why wouldn't I do this? I'm gonna get beefed up. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well go through this. Just Rubicon go to the thing. gym. <laughs> why are you always taking the cheap and easy <laughs> way? Oh, oh, juicing. <laughs> yeah. I'm juicing that Primaris Ooh. juice. <laughs> A surgery, cheap. <laughs> cheap. Gotta make those gains the hard way. Yeah. yeah. So Primaris Rubicon, it's pretty cool. Like it's all, very ultimately, cool. As much as I dislike Primaris Marines, I don't ever want to see regular ones again. I want everyone to cross the Rubicon. Yeah. It should happen. I will say, though, and again, the whole thing with, like, okay, people on their deathbed. When you have, like, 
invaluable heroes or characters that like have a lot of wealth of experience or knowledge or whatever like someone like it would be a great loss to the chapter exactly so to lose them on a stupid surgery that they didn't have to do you know that's why whether or not dante will or will not go through this process i think is a big question you imagine yeah if he died Exactly. I so, kind of, I kind oh, of. Oh, that would blow my mind. I'm a huge Blood mind. Angels fan, so I would love him to die and then get replaced with somebody else. Because oh, that, that would be so, so brutal, yeah. though. Like, like, yeah, such a way like to the, go, just yeah. crossing the Rubicon. Yeah. No, I don't want him to yeah. die that way. I want him to die. Oh, I would love for him to. I would die love for. I would love for table. someone very popular to die while crossing the Rubicon. I, I yeah, really hope they do that. It adds such a heavy weight to that. Yeah, it makes it so much more of like a risky thing. Like, yeah. should they? Should they right. not? So like, that, is it worth Eric, it? Eric, so that's what brings me actually to the point that you're complaining about is like, oh, why do they have to wait till they're like on their deathbed to resurrect them? It's like, well, we wouldn't have tried, but now they're going to die anyways. We might as well roll that dice. No, right? no, no. I, I hate how effective it is. Sure, yes. I hate they how always every, bounce back. I hate how yes. everyone they've described as doing it has successfully yes. been like they just need to start saying like, hey, this captain who actually tried he died. Dead guy, not come back. No, like, not captain. Yes, captain of <laughs> captain face. <laughs> but you know he wouldn't be captain of the third. He'd no, probably sir. be captain of the fourth or fifth or something. <laughs> well, not fifth. Fifth is pretty popular too. Fourth or sixth. But yeah, I would love to see sure, a little I more realism yes, in terms of the numbers of deaths. Yes, I I hundred percent support that. Okay, let's talk about the organization. Then. Woo! We're spicy. We're spicy. Moving on. Primaris Marines over the course of their short history. So in total, they've only been around now for 200 years in universe, uh, have had many no, different... No, even here. Yeah, sure. I'll allow it. Uh, 200 have had, years in my heart. <laughs> Space <laughs> Marines right. aren't real. Primaris Marines are. <laughs> um, they have had many different titles to distinguish them from other types of Primaris Marines. So yeah, there's many different iterations and l- kind of legacies of Primaris Marines. Yeah. So the very first one is the Awoken. And these were the first Primaris Marines to be created by Cull and kept in the stasis tubes to be awoken during the Indominus Crusade. After 200 years since their awakening, there are still some around, but but as time goes on, uh, less and less of them will be seen. So just, you know, they're going to die out eventually. They eventually will be no more awakened. Yeah, it's a title that you've earned and you can no longer earn it. Yeah. I mean, earned is a... They earned it. They slept <laughs> for so long. They were that, indoctrinated. That, yeah. yeah, just psycho those... indoctrination exactly. of run, run, run at the guns, <laughs> run, run, run at the guns. <laughs> That's what they're all saying. <laughs> run, run, run at the guns. <laughs> As they stomp. That's what there's. Forty k the musical. <laughs> <laughs> so the torchbearers. These most likely are also awoken. But not necessarily. But they fulfill a very different role than yeah. what the Awoken did. And they potentially are still around today. So these the Torchbearers are specialized task, task forces that, in the wake of the Great Rift's creation, were tasked with uh, tasked to make contact with specific Space Marine chapters and give them the ability to create their own Primaris Battle Brothers. They were essentially the ambassador yeah. of Primaris Marines to these chapters. Yeah. And, and it was their duty to introduce themselves and say, hey, look, this is what we are. This is what we're capable of. Yeah. We, have, we now can either give you some Primaris Marines that were created with your stock like to join your ranks and you can like learn from them and yeah. join them as and enter them into your fraternity. But also here are the tools you'd need to create your own Primaris. Yeah. So in, in the cases where they couldn't provide them with bodies, these torchbearers, they would hand them 
Here's the organs. Here's what it takes to grow them. Yeah. Here's the process. Because that was here's some work here. Absolutely, FTCs. yeah. Ab- that was way such an important thing. Is yeah. is it's way easier to transmit these small people with knowledge than it was to transmit hundreds of thousands of Marines to battlefronts. Are 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 the torchbearers just the Marines though? Because I was my understanding of what torchbearers were was the com- like the groups that went out because that also included the the uh, mechanicum it, advisors and the custodies that yes. went along because i believe all i don't these know if they all custodian. do they all have the same title they would all have the same title it's as, so the torchbearers was a group uh, yeah and primaries are included in this group yes but yeah. not okay. exclusively Exclusive. yeah because i yeah. believe that most of these had like at least they obviously had to have the mechanicum guy who's doing yeah. all the work and then i think I don't know if all of them had a custodian with them, but hmm. at least some of them did. Cool. It would offer validity, yeah. definitely. Yeah, yeah like and it, give them weight. Yeah, when yes. they spoke. we're scions of Terra. This is what we're doing. Yeah. So the torchbearers. Uh, one kind of cool thought we we're throwing around is like they might just be like a squad of nine Primaris Marines and, and all the other reinforcements or whatever. But like it might be one Primaris Marine from each of the original Legion. Yeah, because you never just, really know what chapter you're going to bump into. So yeah. if you bump into an Imperial Fist successor chapter, they'll receive it better from their own genetic yeah. brother. But then also at the same time, they might like, they they obviously know what Bale is. So they would have sent Blood Angels to Bale, torch yes. specific Blood Angels. You yeah, know? so it could have, it very conceivably could have been mixed up Marines, yeah. or it, you could have just said, okay, it's very obvious that we're going here, yeah. so just send a single type. Yeah. So it, it's just interesting to think about how in this era, like there are many things that are functioning differently, and yeah. especially it's it's crossing those chapter lines. Yeah, that seems to be happening a lot. Yeah. Um, and yeah, they might be around still. Like there are still parts of the galaxy that have not been reconquered or are still or brought into the fold. Of yeah, or have been cut brain. off by warp storms. Absolutely. Like, so they could still be around, just definitely not in the same numbers. Yeah. Um, so then we also have the unnumbered sons or the gray shields, which was their unofficial title that they called themselves because yeah. I think they all wore some small gray heraldic shield that they yeah. kept gray because of where they were even though the rest of their heraldry and livery was in their own colors yeah so these primaries are the ones who undertook the indominus crusade these armies were made of mixed gene line squads they had the livery of their founding legion but also a predominant badge that was crossed with pale gray chevrons there we go they would eventually (laughs) disband from their own chapters um taking with them lessons learned from the battle brothers of other gene sires. So we, we've, we talked about them earlier, like kind of why this happened. That would be kind of a cool thing. Like had I known the lore of the gray shields earlier, cause like they, a lot of the intercessor kits come with a little shield. It'd be cool to throw that on a couple guys and ha- keep it oh, gray. Yeah. Like, you could still do guys. that now. Sure. Just random guys. There's yeah, no need. Guy. There's no need random to be guys, uniform. Yeah. This it. guy was actually in the original. I like that. In the original campaign. In that the, one sergeant that never dies. Yeah, I'll throw it on <laughs> Give it to him. Yeah. He's the pointer. The pointer guy. That's yeah, so good. Yeah, I've played like what? Probably like 15 games with him and he has never died. But awesome. it, it, there have been a couple times where he's just been reduced to that one guy left and in the He's guy left by, in like, knights and shit. Yeah, yeah. he's still alive. <laughs> he just runs away afterwards. <laughs> he's a <Wait>. hero. He's <laughs> a, a coward. coward. Yeah. <laughs> one of the two. <laughs> We'll see who writes the... Why do you keep surviving your last stands? Uh, <laughs> I'm just really I'm, good I'm at last good. stands. They are my last stands. Can I see your helmet footage? Oh, I lost the helmet again. Okay. 
every time. Because I'm so brave. That's why he's unhelmeted. He always throws away his helmet. Oh, God. (laughs) As I start running. (laughs) Gotta go fast. Um, So that's the unnumbered sons. We we touched on them. But, yeah, it's very cool to think that they're fighting alongside each other. And this actually really plays into a lot of – you get a lot of complaints nowadays from people like – oh, that new Space Wolf box that isn't Space Marines or Space Wolves. It's just Ultramarines, but gray. And part of that, I think, is because of the Unnumbered Sons. And when they're going to chapters or whatever, they fought beside everyone. They learned the Blood Angel ways. They learned this one. They all kind of mixed and mingled. And they realized that Space Wolves was terrible. Yeah, and it's not like (laughs) me They're like, buddy, why are you wearing so many furs? (laughs) (laughs) That's not helpful. (laughs) (laughs) Why are there so many... Tooths and claws hanging <laughs> off of your weapons. Well, but also, my understanding is we talked about this on the chapters one too. They don't take, they don't drink from the cup of the wolf. Yeah, yeah. so they're they're doing they're they're obviously a different sure sector sure. of unit, right? Oh, they are. Yeah, it's, I don't. It's I don't feeds mind into that. what you're saying. Yeah. I definitely don't mind the way you've described it. Uh, I still don't like. I would prefer their model range to be unique. But if that was the reason they had to give me, I I'm I'd trying be like, to give GW right. some credit. Yeah. Well, you could you can make the argument that okay, yes, it's been 200 years, but maybe there's still these unnumbered sons in the units. They're they've still fought in that group way, and the general primaris parts of the armies just haven't fully integrated into the culture of the chapters. Yeah, give them long enough, and everyone becomes a space wolf eventually. Yeah, like (laughs) (laughs) well, arguably, arguably that that probably will happen where they'll start making. The models more that way, yeah, and it, yeah. you could argue that in the lore that over time they are going to start integrating more into, into the, the culture. Yeah, like you better believe we're going to get actual uh, Death Company Marines. Absolutely, like yeah, and we will get like Primaris intercessors with furs on their stuff yeah. and with like wolf iconography yeah. covering their weapons. Yeah, they'll they'll it's be long fans. It's, it's more important for them to release ranges that everyone can use right now because the range is so new. Yeah. So if that's the the way you have to rationalize it yeah. in the meantime, I don't mind that. It's yeah, not it bad. makes sense. No, it's not. Yeah. It's not bad. There are there are worse things. Yeah. yeah. So. So the next uh, kind of title is The Indoctrinated. And these are Primaris Marines created after the original Awoken, uh, made by Call. And they are like, so, you know, the, the They're Torchbearers like the regular to, school Yeah, the, the Torchbearers go, they give this chapter the, the template. This chapter starts making their Marines. They're called The Indoctrinated. Yes. Yeah. Um, we also have The Ascended. Mm. And those are Primaris Marines who have crossed the Primaris Rubicon. Transferring, uh, transforming themselves from the Astartes to primary states. Stats. What's happening here? Christians. Just, just, just a little. Just a little. Aww. Things that your don't arms need to are con- cold, but your body's warm, Mister yes. Vestman. <laughs> <laughs> Could be one of the most useless uh, articles of clothing ever invented. <laughs> but he loves it. It's about style. It's about, <laughs> it's about sending a message. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. Um, so those are all the different uh, titles that are primarily used. I'm sure there might be some other ones, but they're probably going to be like chapter specific. Like maybe the Dark Angels call their stuff something. Yeah. No, but, I think that's actually pretty common that the uh, Primaris Marines within a chapter are given their own name. But yeah. An interesting thing about that is a lot of any titles that are chapter specific hail from their home world. So they're all influenced by their own languages. It, it, yeah. So there's yeah, no uniformity. Yeah. Like calling yeah. someone like the the Wahoos 
right? Like, it doesn't mean anything on another planet, right? So, yeah, that is an offensive word on my planet. <laughs> you want to do what with again. my mother? You can get the hell out. <laughs> so, Primaris Chapter Organization is currently is currently very fluid, fluid. and unknown. Yeah. It's not set in stone the same way that Space Marine Chapter was and has been for exactly. all these years. So, we're gonna kind of skip over it, but what we do know about uh, primaries chapter organization right now and this will change two weeks from now when we absolutely get, yeah. when we get more primaris marines and that's fine that's totally cool um, i hope it changes we yeah. only want we only need more primaris things so they can just stop releasing primaris things once they get enough they're gonna have to stop and absolutely. focus on something else absolutely. it's just right now they don't have yeah. enough and then there will be guard releases <laughs> yeah exactly so or, we just got to get all the primaries or marines out of, of the way or custodies or sisters of silence yeah, or just more imperial factions i think they should create Ooh, new imperial factions. Yes, I get behind that. Let me, let me run an idea. An past the ecclesiarchy, the Fraterus Templar. No, Superis Primaris. <laughs> <laughs> you in? You in? Ah, uh, you son of a bitch! Primaris <laughs> <laughs> chicken. My that was the only one you needed, right there. <laughs> but Superis Primaris. Um, yeah. So what we do know about the Space Marine Chapter organization is they are still limited to a thousand Space Marines in a chapter. Um, although you do have comp- or chapters that disregard this, like. It, but that would be like, hey, are you Codex compliant or not? Yeah. Like, how, how much of the Codex do you actually follow? Well, yeah. I, and Gilliman has made it clear that the Codex is a lot less strict than yeah. it used to be. So Yeah. Um, so that rule, take it or leave it. Most most of them are going to take it. Like, the High Lords of Terror aren't founding chapters more than a thousand. Like, yeah. <coughs> thank you. Um, <laughs> so they're also broken down into companies. Do you have Corona? I might. <laughs> That wasn't a dry cough. That was wet. Oh, that was definitely like, a wet loogie cough. Yeah, that made me nervous. Yeah. Uh, Primaris Marines also fall into one of three categories for unit designation: battle line, close combat, or fire support. What's in the close combat designation? Reavers. Reavers. Um, Lieutenants. <laughs> Your entire command staff will be integrated into close combat. Is it combat. just Reavers? Because that's the, the only one I can a, think of. There's a. Cu- there's one. One Would aggressors them? count? I think aggressors. <gasps> they have power fists, right? Yeah, they do, but, but they also have <laughs> massive bolt storm. Gauntlets. What are they called? Bolt storm gauntlets. Yeah, right? yeah. I yo, I'm not sure. That might be one of those things that they've left because they haven't yeah. done close combat. Yeah, they haven't really, really focused on it because reavers are the infiltration kind. Yeah, of. they're but they're not they're necessarily kind of like place. hey, let's yeah. shock yeah. assault. Yeah. Inceptor. Oh. Oh, okay. Really? So they get close, yeah. and then they just gun you down at point blank range. Yeah. Inceptors are considered the yep. close combat. Assault, which are regular guys, reavers and inceptors. Then um, battle line are tacticals and intercessors. And then uh, fire support are devastator, hellblaster, and aggressors. Um, and then okay. if you go okay. into vanguard, they're vanguard space marines. Um, yeah, where they have the yeah, in, they infiltrators have, and... It. So you the, can't because you can't remember what they're called because they all sound the same. The infiltrator all... is battle line. The reaver is close combat. The eliminator and suppressor are fire support. That makes sense. The eliminator and suppressor. So the yeah. aggressors weren't even listed. Yeah. No, you said them. Did Didn't I? You? Yeah, they're the fire the line. Battle line. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because they all sound the same. You can't tell. Hey, keep your salt out of here. <laughs> Just because your memory is that of a goldfish <laughs> doesn't mean the rest of us is. Um. So. We, 
the touches. <laughs> there, there was a pause and there is a touch. <laughs> that is a crime. <laughs> well, it is now. Actually. I'm going to report you to the government because yeah. you broke quarantine. Um, so yeah, million like, dollar fine. This, the, all of this is very potentially going to change. Who knows? Um, yeah. They're just they're adding so much stuff right now yeah. that to say like this is the hard and fast way that Primaris chapters function yeah. would just be arrogant. Yeah, but I I think at the same time <laughs> and this like, podcast is not known for it. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, I think these three categories can stay pretty consistent. Yeah, like I either you're going to be you like can describe most as one. Yeah, either you're, you're going to be carrying a big gun, lots of melee, or kind of a middle ground. Like uh, or you'll carry a big gun into close combat. And drop in with the jetpack, maybe, and then yeah, with heavy bolters. <laughs> maybe you'll have yeah. throwing knives. What does he put in the fire support? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> Can you throw your pistol? That's all I care about. Uh, yeah. <laughs> have you guys seen that one model? It's like a space wolf guy who can throw his thunder hammer. Oh yes. yeah, Arjax. Arjax. Yeah, yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah. I love that. And it teleports back to him. Like yeah. Even near. <laughs> yeah. Ten out of ten. Yeah. So uh, chapters also uh, carry over the roles of like chaplains apothecary tech priests those all still exist veterans banner bearers those all still exist yeah yeah yes keep Uh, going (laughs) you're on a roll so along with like new units and new styles of warfare they were also given a bunch of new war gear Mm. call was not only tasked with upgrading astartes but also their equipment much of their war gear was made more efficient deadly and sleeker however the biggest change comes at to the comes with that reintroduction of grav technology specifically the reintroduction this is not a new thing to exist in the imperium at all and even within space marines it's not a new thing we were were trying to because when we were thinking of the episode we were like oh they got a bunch of new stuff that was like the initial thought that i had is like let's talk about all their new things and then as we're thinking about it we realized like literally everything that they have already exists it's just been made better yeah exactly well yeah like because the the bikes were all grav in the Horus Heresy. Yep, and land speeders. I didn't. I honestly did not know they were grav. Yeah, land speeders yep. are grav. Land speeders. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, so, so we're saying grav has existed. It is not a it, new thing. Yeah. for Primaris. Like, or sorry, it's not the, a new thing to the, the Imperium. The, the repulsor, the repulsor field is new, though. Is it not the repulsor field itself? Yeah, as Mark is talking about this, I'll because that's I'll the take... thing that's like it pushes you back because the the field I, is I so strong. I think that's more just rules. It would have to be so strong to hold up that big of a thing as opposed to just a land speeder and support or, but, it too when it fires a main cannon. Yeah, it doesn't slide across the board like, in the reverse direction. <laughs> it, it's still grav technology at the end of the day. In my mind, it might be better. It might be slightly tweaked. Yeah. even like a car is still a car if it's like a model T, a, a Ferrari. Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Like, sure. All right. But hey, yeah, maybe it is a completely different way of doing grav. Well, like the though, if you look at the, I don't know. It, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, if you look at the grav technology on, it looks different. Yeah, it has like those panels where, yeah. like, land speeders they don't have that. Jet bikes they don't have that. Which it should also be noted too that it's not exclusive to vehicles because they use grav tech in like their jump packs yep. too. Yeah, like, exactly. Stabilizer fins, you see them. Yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, they've miniaturized it. Yeah, like all technology. So, gets so that's smaller. definitely the the biggest thing yeah, that it's, has like. So it's literally just the grav. Oh, it's just the, it's the it's nature so of the strong. technology. Yeah, it's yeah. apparently sure. like they're just it's vented in special ways that can be used as a weapon. Hmm. Vent but, gravity. Yeah, it's the, <laughs> the pilot has the like it's like some off discharge of the energy that's created when they like the gravities yeah. are clashing. Yeah. Uh, we don't know how gravity works. Okay, <laughs> it's not real. Sounds well, like it, a lot of flattery. But yeah, it's it's me. not new. It's just sure. okay. Yeah. All right. All yeah. right. So even like the Redemptor Dreadnought, ultimately it's still just a dreadnought. It's a walker. 
You know? Yeah, like it's they, it's bigger. That it's technology tougher. still exists. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Even the Invictor war suit, like as much as that one is also even more different than the original Dreadnought, it's yeah. baby like, carriers existed. They existed for great well, heights, right? This like, is even more similar to a Centur- Sentinel. Or even Centurions. No, that, those are completely well, different. But it's, I'm saying it's, it's a war suit. It's a war suit sure. that you get in while wearing power okay. armor. That's, allow. <laughs> that was how I made the connection between Invictor and Centurions. Yep. Sure. You're wearing power armor. You step into this thing that's also wearing power armor. Power armor. On your power armor. Yeah. Yo, dog. <laughs> uh, so so that's kind of what we got for our actual primaris outline there um yeah we do have a couple other oh, no. side he's notes going rogue he's oh. going off the script no no it's all still scripted. my god what's he doing <laughs> i don't know <laughs> like obviously we could talk about uh you know their bolt guns are you know whatever but no it's no all just bolt new. rifles bolt rifles Mark assault bolt stalkers well, you? they you see they what they do is they put a spiral into inside the barrel, the barrel and then they, they rifle it. the barrel they've never <laughs> rifled <laughs> this, what's new this new technology <laughs> my god <laughs> all right you see we take this tube and we take this drill bit and we just shove one in the other better weapon which one opens up to accept the other two <laughs> <laughs> the barrel <laughs> it's very obvious are you the barrel or the drill <laughs> what do you need me to be? Um, put me in, Colin. Do you want me to be the barrel or do you want me to be the drill? Put me in. I want you out. I want you gone. Get off my property. So we're going to jump into a Tales of the Warp. Mm. And uh, this one's going to be called The Effects of Primaris on the Galaxy. So the very first thing we have is called Firstborn. So one of the things no, that no, like... No. Firstborn? Yeah. Question mark? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so... One of the things I, we've seen a lot of recently. Yeah, and one of the things that needs to be made clearer is regular space marines need to have a name that is not called regular space marines. Yeah, like it's and, or like the or the joke or squads. That. Yeah, like, like they need their own title because they're they're so different that you need a way when you're talking about your army, whether it's the lore yep. or your tabletop itself, you need a way to say these are my regular space marines and these are my primary yeah. space marines without saying regular. Yeah. So small you, and large. <laughs> vente and uh, <laughs> grande, grande. <laughs> my grande space marine. I'll have a venti space marine. <laughs> Hold so, the foam. Uh-oh. So the term firstborn has often been thrown around, and, and it's in, a fairly new term, yeah. right? Like yeah. it, it hasn't existed since before the Primaris no. lore came. Yeah, and it has been thrown around as a way to describe the regular marines. But upon doing research, we don't think that's an accurate I, way. It could go either way. Yeah. So the like it has this has bugged me for a long time. Yeah. This firstborn thing. Uh, Lose re- sleep over it. I do. Can't yeah. make love to his girlfriend successfully <laughs> anymore. Not successfully. <laughs> that's that's a sure. strain. Yeah. So uh, hire that out. <laughs> so I got to drill for you. <laughs> got to get some rifling in there. <laughs> Wait, I've been the I've been the barrel this whole time. God damn. There's kind of two places you can consume your lore from. Yeah, and one is in the Three, code actually. Lawhammer. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're rewriting history. Yeah. The other two are, yeah, from a codex. Codexes and rule books or from authors' narratives of how they perceive. Yeah, the novel, the dramatizations of 40 Yes. Yeah. But those are created by people who are dumb. 
No, not dumb, <laughs> but they're, they're a little bit held separate from Games Workshop's like Codex teams. It feels like yeah. every time I read them, I get very different vibes Absolutely. from books, from Codexes. Well, I think I think the Codexes are probably a little bit more committee driven like and yeah i feel like a team of people work on it feels like a team of people work on codexes but you very much get authors perspectives from books which is okay but that and i think that makes total sense because if you if you write a codex that's like what 60 pages very easy to fact check that as a group like okay Oh, I see you made this claim here. We're going to like make sure that's a little bit more in compliance with the general law. Or we're going to add a little a book, more spice to this one, right? Like, yeah. yeah, if it's a book, it's hard to go through and fact check everything for the yeah. universe because it's the implications of one throwaway line could be huge. <laughs> which, which is okay. They like, obviously don't understand their audience. <laughs> yeah, but, but you need to have that understanding that there are kind of two separate places to consume your yeah. 40K lore before you come to any like hard and fast yeah. conclusions. Me and Eric, we definitely prefer the codexes. Like yeah. if we have to pick one or the other, as like if there's conflicting information, we typically will lean towards a code. I love dramatizations, but just because it describes one Necron doing this, I do not take that as, ah, yes, this is indicative of the entire Necron race. I understand that it is one author's That is one specific thing that happened one time in the galaxy where the codex is supposed to represent absolutely as a race and i think you need to hold that idea in your head anytime you consume new story yeah so first all that said yeah absolutely (laughs) because i get two different things when i read story versus when i read codex specifically about firstborn yeah um so firstborn is normally used to describe any of the original space marines that are not primaris yeah but i don't know if that's actually how they're initially put forward in the space marine codex yeah um so we found this here in the codex yeah this is from the the second release in eight uh for space marines so i call it the 8.5 codex okay uh and it's it's titled primogenitor the primogenitors are those chapters created when the ultramarines legion was divided during the second founding sometimes referred to as the firstborn These chapters each maintain their own histories and traditions, but they all honor Robut Gilliman as their primarch and adhere strictly to the procedures and tactical treaties he laid down in the Codex Astartes. Such names as the Genesis Chapter, the Black Consuls, and Nova Marines have earned glorious reputations of their own in the last 10,000 years, carving out their own destinies. Can you read the key line there again? Uh, Okay. Sometimes referred to as the Firstborn... These chapters each maintain their own histories and traditions. Yeah. So all of these chapters that this blurb is talking about came from ultramarine stock, and they all emerged during the second founding. Yeah. And that is an interesting thing to note here because a lot of people, when they say firstborn, it's a catch-all phrase. Yeah. And when you read the lexicanum and you read the wikia, they very much so also communicate it as a catch-all phrase. Yeah. And I just, I don't see it. So uh, in, in the codex, you don't see this at anywhere, all. So, except for this is the yeah. only mention of firstborn in a codex. Absolutely. One of the strongest sources that Lexicon and Wikia... <laughs> read more. One of the strongest sources that Lexicon, the, the internet seems to give is this book called Spear of the Emperor. Okay. Um, and it's uh, set after the Indominus Crusade, after the Great Rift. It's on the side of the Imperium Nihilus. 
Um, but there's these, this chapter called The Spear of the Emperor, and in it, uh, Firstborn is referenced four times. Okay. So after I, I saw the source, I was like, oh, okay, I will go look at this source and see what, how they actually describe so it. So you ran to your nearest GW, bought a Coke and the book. Cocaine and the book. So I could <laughs> He's consume read it. the whole book yeah, in yeah. one sitting. Yeah. <laughs> 15 minutes, I'm done that. <laughs> Focused. Uh, but yeah, so I'm, I'm taking a look at the actual context within the book. Yeah. And if I think if I was to just consume the book and I was not to look at any of the codex or this ru- rules book, I would come to the conclusion that firstborn are old Marines. But. Every time they're referencing the firstborn, they are also talking about Ultramarine successor chapters yeah, that was in that book. Yeah. The only one that we didn't find, which isn't even listed anywhere, they were called Templars. Yeah, so they listed this one chapter as a Templar, and they described them as red, white, and black. Yeah. But there is no chapter called the Templar that is official Games Workshop, yeah. right, that has red, white, and black as their colors. Yeah. But every other chapter they mention are successors, maybe not second, but they are successors of the Ultramarine yeah. chapter. And that's their strongest source for novelizations of the Firstborn. Yeah, and and lots of people are going to think, oh, well, the Black Templar, obviously. But there is like seven or eight named Templar faction or chapters. So Absolutely. Even that, it's like... And the Black Templar is so well known, there's no way you would not put black templar yeah exactly you would very you'd make the conscious effort to say black templar so i so i got a little i don't know where i stand on this i think it depends on what you consume if you're going to consume the novels you would take it as okay firstborn or any of them but when i read the codex which is my main source of where i get like my facts from i don't get that same impression so i i actually want i think games workshop needs to very much clarify yeah. what is a firstborn. Is a firstborn a second founding ultramarine chapter? I, or I, is I it all the regular matter. marines? I don't know if it's going to matter. Because well, by the, the time, the it reason, won't matter okay. because the old marines are going to be here's the I don't reason, think they are, though, Here's man. the reason why That's it does matter. Here's the reason why it does matter, though. Because we do need a name for it. And Even if they're relegated to history. Absolutely, because you need to be able to talk about them sure. in their histories. So, And I, also, like, even if they stopped producing regular marines firstborn <laughs> after all of that yeah even if they do like gw still will allow their rules on tabletop i don't think their rules are going well they started that whole any- well they've started legends. legends exactly so like and like gw is still making regular marines we because are still getting still new- yeah that's the they're thing. not making like, new well, kits. didn't they just yeah, come out with those two word bearer they're still models? making new kits the two word bearer no, 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 models no, that's from forge world that, forge yeah, world is yeah different. that's 30 no but, but they are releasing there was a oh a, okay. uh terminator that came out not too long ago yeah they when, they are still making them no. they are still making regular as like i don't features it doesn't matter they're still making because they them. sell because that's the money. thing, but that's the and point. regular marines well, yeah. sell. eventually i there are i hold you that they'll be phased out sure 20 years that's still Absolutely. a phase out, and that's still Absolutely. the to So are you going to call them squat marines for 20 years? No, 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 no. Well, I, I, that's the thing. Because like, that's I, all I'm not saying going anywhere is, even next on, edition. All I'm yes, saying yes, is it. we need a way to <laughs> there describe is no them. <laughs> you don't think? Anyways. <laughs> you don't even know. <laughs> Nobody you knows. don't even Nobody play the game. <laughs> yeah. okay. But all I'm trying to say is that I'm okay with them being called firstborns. Sure. I just I found this very clear discrepancy to myself while I was trying to yeah. research this, and I think James Workshop 
James <laughs> James James Dirkshop. Do you remember <laughs> that? <laughs> James Dirkshop. Okay. And they did they did it. <laughs> they, they, <laughs> they made it happen. <laughs> James, games Workshop, I think, needs to be more clear on a title yeah. for their old Marines. Because I like, are they just gonna start calling them regular space marines? I yeah. don't they can't no, afford to do that. So they need to give them something, some yeah. way to distinguish themselves. They'll probably give them some weird Latin sounding name like oldest. Oldest, oldest Marinus. Oldest Astartes. <laughs> um, sure. But I, I, I like all being, I'm saying is I want to see that clarified. Sure. I think you're just being super pedantic and like a phrase can have multiple meanings. Did you a not? Fra- there's no mention of firstborn in any codex. Sure, but it doesn't mean they can't start or that it can mean both. And, things and, can oh, things I'm, can mean all multiple. Things. Is we just want it clarified. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's okay. the point just, of this. But also, like that's one person. <laughs> she. It was a, a helot. A, a chapter surf. That's how they're described. By the name of James Dirkshot. <laughs> no, it's like Anandras or something. Of course, of course. But that's the name. And it's that one person it describing be an it as firstborn. Too. Absolutely. That's yeah. what I'm wondering. But yet everyone is calling them firstborn. And that's what Lexicanum describes them as. All I'm saying is that, is that's that not true? Enough concrete yes. evidence. It's sure. not enough for me to actually say like, ah, yes, these are firstborn. That's sure. why I want more clarity. And yeah. I only seem to find proper clarity in their codex releases yes or in your fever yeah no i think fever dreams are different categories codex is the best way to get information because it does seem like they do i feel like i just ran a mile they (laughs) they do have the most formally the lore is most formally laid out in either uh because there's remember there's also white dwarf yeah that's another place and those are also a massive source of information i think those two are the most i feel like the team is very uh, formal about what they put into those two. They're yeah. very situations. intentional. Yes. Yeah, like very. even like the J- Games Workshops. Uh, <laughs> you <want to> say <laughs> James Workshop. <laughs> Their community page. It's not reliable. Like. I don't think they edit their language as specifically. It's one guy who's typing away in the basement well, somewhere. I think yeah, those like, are, since they're daily, it's a lot harder to get those that like, kind of edited fact out. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And that's fine. But like, yeah, like you said, clean up your act, GW. <laughs> clean it up. No, so, no, no. no yes. the, the, white, <laughs> yeah. the white dwarf and the codexes are definitely the way. You I, I have only formal. recently started to see the value of white dwarf, and I'm kicking myself over mm-hmm. the fact that, like, I consume codexes. I love reading them, but I've never given much credibility to white dwarves, and I think that's been such a shame on my part. <laughs> like, I, no, no, no. The only shame on your part is not painting your models. Let's focus on <laughs> one shame at a time before you're already trying to jump We've got a whole off. closet of shame <laughs> yeah. here. We Let's work get through. through it before you add to it. <laughs> There's lots of shame. It's a big closet. Many things are going to come Excellent. out of that closet. It's a walk-in. For yeah. sure. <laughs> it has its own room. Interesting. <laughs> well, I, I do plan on getting me a uh, a copy of White Dwarf at some point. Yeah, I'm going to steal them from you. That's what we as should. Uh, as... We should use the Lorehammer subscription for White Dwarf. Yeah, I wonder how much that costs per month. <sighs> Eighty thousand. I mean, he like, knows. He just bought it. I haven't got it yet. Corona's old at making things tight. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think it's like 120 bucks or something for a year. Some uh, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. That's like so four uh, releases. I start googling. No, it's uh, once a month. Yeah. I start Googling white dwarf subscription and the first thing that pops up is white dwarf subscription worth it? <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> they, they've also sweetened the deal. They sometimes sell little models and stuff with them now. Yeah. I, I, I will be getting one. At it's some $110. Sure. Uh, and that is in uh, Canadian dollars even. Yeah, wow. so it's like nine bucks. Nine not bucks bad, a month. Not bad. It's, not bad. it's pretty good. I will be getting one. I'm just probably going to wait for like the world to stop ending. Before <laughs> I do. Stop yeah. ending and start 
beginning. Start, <laughs> start continuing. <laughs> but so yeah, th- th- there's our firstborn rant. We would like clarification. I would. I, I, think, I think I think it's necessary. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I don't feel comfortable calling them firstborn based on the account of one author writing from the perspective, perspective of a chapter slave. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Is that how you see me? Monocle. Is that how you see me? No, just in that statement. Oh, okay. Some chapter surf. (laughs) (laughs) I I will be right back. Uh, Gotta go get his monocle. (laughs) Oh, he's taking a leak. You gotta piss. When you gotta go, you gotta go. Well, I tried to keep that off. You just got to piss in the bottle under the table like everybody else. Like. <laughs> Me and Christian have been using the same bottle. <laughs> We've been passing it back. <laughs> um, so our next topic is going to be, will regular Marines disappear? And we kind of touched on it. Yes, is the answer. The answer is obviously yes. But eventually, when? Primaris Marines will disappear. Like, eventually. No, but this is this is a planned obsolescence. Yes. This For sure, different. it will. There's like Absolutely. Primaris, there's not necessary, I guarantee that those will go away. I'm sure if if there are games workshops around in 60 years from now, I'm sure they'll phase them out for something yeah, else. Yeah. But no. Yeah, there's no, no, for we're, sure we're the all case on the same the page. They, they are, are going to go. And it I was think intentional. T- yes. That's mostly my thing is yeah. that they, you know, I think the timeline is just affected with how much money they can make. Yeah, and we I, can still I think, sell tactical kits, so we're not going to recall them. We're not going to stop producing them because that's money that we're not making. Right? And I think, too, the regular Marines still hold two very huge categories of vehicles. And airplanes. Which will be replaced eventually. Eventually. But that's a lot of kits. And close combat. And close combat. That's a lot of kits that they have to replace before even like regular marine sales drop, you know? So like, yes, they're going to disappear. But for timeline wise, I really don't think it's going to be in the next 10 years. Maybe. It might be. Well, if you let's think about how fast they've been going through the new kits. I'd say it's been two years and they've got a lot of models out Yep, in that time. Yep. I think that if I'd say within five years, I think they'll start stop. That's start, possible. Stop. They'll start stopping. Yeah. And start beginning. <laughs> like, honestly, that's possible. It very well is. Five years is still a decent amount of time though. That's, sure. that's only, that's a sixth of its longevity. Right, so uh, of the longevity yeah. of Games Workshop as a whole, yeah, like uh, many other things have not lasted that this long, right? So, yeah. The other interesting thing too about the regular Marines is, so I've been building the Libra Malleus, and their kits are new. Like, they're very, and there's many things in these good. kits that I had never seen before. But yeah, they've come they, out. They still they're new relative not to Primaris though. No, no, no. They were no, upgrades no, no, okay, from okay, older. Okay. So they are still coming out with new regular guys, but even those old tactical boxes yeah. are still like 2015. They're still, and they're very like they're, good they're kits. still new. They're just as yeah. new as you guys are saying they're going to be gone in five years. They're only five years old right now. Mm-hmm. Like, they're new kits. I mean, relative to Primaris Marines, though. What's, uh, yeah. Like, they were uh, released prior to Primaris Marines. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. But, but you, like, you also you also thing. thought something that was written in 2011. Yeah, but that's different. That's not is it? Oh, is no, it? no, okay. Because production okay. time, production like, time no, I know for models saying. is I, a lot I, longer. I guarantee it's you, slower. they were making those models knowing that Primaris were still being made. Absolutely. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Everything is three I, three years I, behind. I, uh, yeah, but there was three, also three to there five. was a huge shift in like GW leadership too. Sure. So and I that think could've... that has a lot to do with, like we were talking about earlier, though, like the company has gotten a lot more aggressive in all of their marketing, in their releases, yep. and in their mark. Well, just yep. in, in expanding so, marketing. So here's yeah. here's another interesting thing. Yes. Like they're they're coming out with a bunch of uh, 
uh, TV shows and shit, and they're featuring regular Marines. That's true. That's a good point. Mm, yeah. That is a good point. That's a very good point. not going anywhere that. anytime soon. Okay, sure. now hear me out. Yeah. Did you actually have something to say? Or? Uh, well, okay. So whether or not this is true, I'm hesitant to say because I hate like circulating rumors, especially in the community. I, I'm fairly certain. Only fact. She loves rumor mongering. No, like, nobody rumor mongers as hard I'd as you like do. I like to be clear when it's a rumor, when it's fact. Do, and, you, do you remember when Primaris was oh first released? I was right. I was 1,000% no, no, no. right. You, it was a was really right. grainy photo. He was right. You but owe do you me a moment kill still for that. No. <laughs> do you remember that conversation yep. in the garage? Yeah, yeah. And it literally, I was literally I, sitting right here. I left. He was, actually. Literally. I left. When, how often do I leave an argument? But I was so <laughs> sick and tired of the bullshit that you two were spouting. Eric's but a fan. was I How right? often do I leave an argument? <laughs> <laughs> but Christian was right. Like 1,000% oh, yeah. from sure. a grainy photo. I even described what the it, face plates would look like as yeah. Mark. Uh, what, it was it, it was a little wild, and I very vividly remember that Good. moment. But it's one does. of the few times that I truly had any modicum of respect. <laughs> that, that's, that's high regard. <laughs> that's not the word no, we were looking I'm for. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But no, I do, I do remember that. You do rumor monger. Sure, but I want to be clear when I am. Okay, so, so what do you Okay, say? so, and this may or may not be even confirmed. I don't know. I just, I just don't remember the source. But it was said that the Primaris Marine range was manufactured not as Primaris Marines. Yep. They yeah, were manufactured to be suits of armor to replace the armor. Yeah. I remember that. But they were always meant well. to be regular Marines. Yeah. Inside the armor. So all this lore, all this other crazy stuff around it was just like conjured out of thin air yeah so in that regard it's a con- continuity of space marines in, in its original inception so while they're remaking the tactical marine kit and they're working on this primary set they're like oh it's just an upgrade of armor right yeah. like you don't know the mindset of the sculptors you don't know the sure. mindset and then the whole thing was that the marketing team changed the whole primary thing to become its own thing uh, Suppose, to, allegedly to I don't support to slander support what the you marketing guys are saying team. too <laughs> i do <laughs> um if you think about something like a different medium like let's say star wars what's the most iconic suit of armor it's not the clone trooper one it's the original stormtrooper stormtrooper costume yeah right? from That's episodes the, 4 to 6 exactly i've never seen, seen darth vader. vader oh and Boba so Fett, yeah. so <laughs> that my point is though that like Gungans. when you're talking about the shows <laughs> <laughs> When you're talking Eric about like the, the videos and the marketing of any anything like that, the visual aspect, there might just be a habit of hearkening back to that original nostalgic might look, be. just like they do with Star Wars, where they're always marketing that original Stormtrooper costume. Yeah, like I mean, like, they're still producing. Like you see, yeah. like they have the new Stormtrooper look even now. They had clone troopers, but you still find. Star Wars memorabilia with the original Star yeah, That's what most people. So you're you're just to. you're just thinking that they're they're intentionally not doing primaries. They're intentionally doing the old Marines to harken back to that feeling of nostalgia I, in all these new media releases that we're seeing. I don't know if I'm not. I'm just throwing it out there I'm as not a potential. Saying, yeah, yeah, like it's no. It's that's possible. not a terrible explanation. It's it's something that is familiar. The primaries are controversial as far as lore goes. Yeah. Everyone loves the model. Like I don't know anybody who says they look worse than the old models. But people, <laughs> you said it to me, Mark. I've heard you say it. So what I'm just saying is people might harken back to that iconic image of the huge sh- uh, shin pads and the huge boots on the old guys. And, and the, the distinctive helmet, too. Exactly. The, the classic Space it's a Marine very distinctive helmet. helmet. Yeah. yeah. 
is so very I, much. It might just be one of those. No, that, I don't think that's a terrible uh, insight. Let, let's go deeper down the rabbit hole. What it's if forty te- chess? Let's do it. Okay, <laughs> go. What if GW is keeping them around to sell two model lines? They advertise a lot of the regular ones, so they sell those regular ones, and then like a week later, they go and search and like, what the fuck are these primary marines? Oh, they're just bigger, better. I'm gonna buy Why? these ones. Why now. did I spend a thousand dollars on old marines? Yeah, <laughs> and now they go buy second army. <laughs> Well, the, of the same <laughs> army. Yeah. Um, yeah um, that's fucking crazy. Obviously. Or is it? Though? Obviously, I believe it. It's <laughs> crazy. Obviously, I wore my tin hat to this meeting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all I'm saying is, I don't think they're going away anytime soon. Well, sure. soon is just a relative term. You th- you think like, hey, five years, totally they're going to be here. I think so. And other people think like, no, 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 five years. So we, we all know they're going to disappear at some point. It's just a matter of when yeah. right and i think that's where yeah the real big disagreeance comes in disagreement disagreeance what's the right word even for me i'm not a hundred percent sold that they're gonna disappear really eventually i think that's like i think that's a very like, rare like opinion uh, though of course everything eventually we talk 50 yeah. years from now sure mark when we start colonizing mars <laughs> they will be gone yeah you know but like they're still selling the models like hotcakes, I get so many messages where people are like, oh, I started a new army. And then people send me what they bought. And it's like, oh, you bought Space Marine bikes. Or, oh, you bought Assault Marines. But because those exact units are not available. Assault yet. Marines. Are not available yet in primary Tactical situations. Marines. Oh, you bought Terminators. Right, you literally picked the two worst examples, though, being bikes. And Tactical Marines. The point Marines, is like, made, though. The point is made. Point. Like, I still yeah, or see they're people, rhinos, right? Yeah, like, I, and, and that's a big thing. Like. They're still selling. So why would they? Get here's rid the thing, of it? too, though. It could be intent versus what the market is now dictating. I, they intended to replace them. Like, oh well, what the heck? We're selling both. Let's just keep doing this. Exactly, it doesn't cost exactly. us anything. So, so I don't know. Here, here, I guess is the big thing. So I don't know how long molds work, but I know eventually molds wear out. So I think probably once the mold wears out, they won't. That will be the end of it. it. But like, I don't think it will be because. Our three years have gone. Now we're pushing primaries, primaries only, primaries. I think it'll be sure. we've lost the moldability, and really? we're not going to make a new mold. Uh, or that's what they'll tell you. Sure, that's what they want uh, you to think. I don't know the exact process, but I do know molds wear out. Companies would throw things out if it wasn't making money before its usefulness comes up. Yeah, but either one could happen. Though. Yes, yeah. it, it's just a, what came first, right? Yeah, but I, as of right now, I people could, are still buying regular marines. The mold I broke before also, the guard did. <laughs> I could also yeah. very much see as soon as they feel like they have a complete range of Primaris, because yeah. they've been pumping out so yeah. much. And that's, I, that's, I, that's I what I think. Could, I think it's an acceleration to get to the point where they completely replace the old marines, and then they're just like in one shot, just... Yep. Snap their fingers. I see gone. that we're more still likely, a long ways yeah, off. Wh- where that. we are from that, I have no idea. Like, I, if you look and at Games the Space Marine, is so chaotic in its releases. Oh, like, yeah. how can you accurately predict yeah. what Primaris Marines are going to be well, from a small grainy picture? <laughs> the other thing too is like <laughs> from like five they, years ago. They actually have a. Hmm. So they really the last thing they released was the Invictor War suit and the and the was uh, that really the last thing yeah, they that released? was the last new model. Otherwise, it's just been Other characters, heroes, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, just characters. And upgrade sets, yeah. But that's, it's almost been, what, eight months? I know that for if oh, you're... Oh, wow, that's a long... T- I hadn't thought about that, but it's been eight months. It's, Holy. Now, I know that's not a lot for other RVs. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been eight long years <laughs> for me. <laughs> but, but to make the point, that, that it's been a while since they've released a new unit. I yeah. know. Like, they still don't have a great 
like a salt unit. Well, talking about grainy photos, we have those bike slash land speeder grainy photo pixelated. Oh, are you here to rumor? rumor? <laughs> As someone who accurately predicts Primaris Marines from grainy photographs. And I... yay, we bring the oracle Christian <laughs> to the podcast. Christian. Please, he brothers. requires Mountain yeah. Dew and Doritos. <laughs> Remove your hood and slash thy forearm in a sacrifice of blood so he may read our futures and predict the outcome. September 2021. All primary, or all old Marines will be replaced. Okay, write that down. Are you, uh, you're no, not, okay. I'm not. I was gonna but are maybe. you actually channeling right now? <laughs> <laughs> Did we just open something? <laughs> Anyways, I, I think we've all made our points. Yeah. Um, next one, we're going to talk about the culture change. And I really I, like thinking about this, actually. Yeah, I, we kind of touched a little bit on it. And like my, my whole thing was, yeah, uh, the whole gray shields mixing with their other gene sires and then separating out. That's why we haven't seen like a really big culture shift yet. That's why Primaris Marines still look like Primaris Marines as opposed to Primaris Blood Angels or Primaris Space Wolves. Do you think that, that like, are we talking just lore? Yes, we're talking the culture within a chapter has, do you think it's been affected some way by this infusion of new Primaris Marines? Yeah. How could you not be? Well, and what's the what's the change? Like, it, are the Blood Angels still the same Blood Angels that you know and love? Are the Black Templar the same righteous, pure, zealous people that they've always been? Or, yeah. or has super toned down has something now. changed yeah. now that like, just Primaris imagine. has been? Introduced? Well, there's two there's two ways to look at this. The first there are one two is, schools of thought. The, two, the two, first one is <laughs> when you talk about a chapter like the Blood Angels, almost all of it is Primaris now because the rest of it all been killed. Yeah, yeah. so. If you're talking about the general average Blood Angels trooper, he's gonna be he's gonna be a Primaris, and he's probably gonna have a very generic personality as far as like the culture goes, right? But remember, the other way of looking at it is all of the hierarchy of all the chapters is either Rubicon or yeah, either they've ascended the or they're, they're firstborn, yeah. yeah, right. So. I mean, they, if they're in control of how the culture is being developed, you could probably say make a good point for it being still consistent. Like, even though there's this infusion of Primaris, they, they, all the guys that are making decisions and deciding how things are done are the old guys. I'm going to throw in a third school of thought. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, the worlds that they recruit from, a lot of the culture is doesn't even come from the chapter it comes from the planet that they recruit from so sure the new primaris ones who are from terror the ones that were uh, awoken they're you know that's going to be this weird middle ground but once you know they get an actual like person from ball you know ascended to to a primaris marine he's going to bring all the culture of ball with him so then he brings that back into the blood yeah because there's so much culture in the mutant pools of ball apparently there is (laughs) no but i i i totally get what you're saying but i even think that like uh, Space Marines are really big on fraternity, and that's something that I've started to really lean into anytime I try and like uh, uh, flesh out my understanding of a Space Marine chapter. Is how does the fraternity between Battle Brothers work? What does it mean for them to fight alongside their brother? How much do they actually care about each other? Because some chapters care more than others, and some have stronger ties to each other than others. And so with the infusion of Primaris, until everyone is Primaris, is there a difference in culture, do you think, now that 
70% of you are primaris and 30% are part of this old fraternity that yeah. believed themselves to be the defenders of humanity and the emperor's ultimate creation. And now that like um, blood angels, I think is a good example of a chapter that is very close to becoming completely primaris, but there are still other chapters out there who don't necessarily have that advantage. And so what if it's 50-50? How is the culture shifted in that chapter? Are these primaries fully accepted into the old fraternities and brotherhoods that these chapters have had? I think that's just case by case. I, Some chapters are I more But I like leery. thinking about that. Yeah. What, what chapters do you think would readily accept them in? And what chapters would be a little more like, ooh, I don't know about these yeah. primaris guys? Well, from, from another chapter, the Dark Angels, they, they're... They, they've interpreted as they're hesitant to allow them into the inner circle. Yeah, which is higher, they, but, the higher up. Yeah, so but they right. have accepted at least one. So that new character that they've put through... I'm, but also how high is that circle? circle? Because he's only a lieutenant, so... Well, he is, uh, from what I understand, he was a member of the inner he circle. Is. That's, like, actually so, stated. I, That's I a real question. So. What's I his name? So. Uh, Lazarus. What? Asriel? Laz Lazarus? Oh, Laz, yeah. You know, well, he's in my book. I should know that, right? We'll just add an L on his name and he's <laughs> different than Asriel. Also that new captain. Dark oh yeah, they made Jewish. that new captain. Sorry. They just released a new captain for Dark Angels, too. I totally forgot. I was thinking about the lieutenant. They released Lazarus. a captain? Yeah. Yeah. Lazarus. He like just came out not that long ago. <sighs> what? <laughs> Am I behind on my releases? Oh my god! <laughs> and I can't even Is order it, right I, now. I thought it was oh, just sorry, something. Lazarus. Sorry. Oh my god! I'm trying to find Lazarus. Like what the fuck? There's not. There's Lazarus. Not Lazarus. Yeah, that yeah, makes, there is. That Lazarus. Makes that guy. Yeah. He's not a captain. Primaris captain. He's captain of the Dark Angels oh, okay. Fifth well, Company. Why'd you say he was a lieutenant? No, because there's also the lieutenant that they released. Oh, now right, they have right, two right, characters. Right, right. I totally yeah, forgot yeah, yeah. about the captain. But the the lieutenant is not in the inner circle. Just well, that's what I was saying. I was like, why would a lieutenant be in the inner circle? No, the this guy. You're talking about the captain. Yeah. Gotcha. But so I like I think it would be a thing where they're they're hesitant to allow these guys in on the secret, but because you could argue that they had nothing to do with it, right? They were all from the pure gene before the yeah whatever it is the that falling. they're guarding. These these Primaris Marines have no footholds. They have no it's not their reason sin. exactly. Yeah. That's a very good way to yeah. I don't it. know. I hope they do lean into that whole story because there could be a really interesting tension. Between the Primaris coming in and be like, oh, well, I don't I don't feel the need to hide this. It has nothing yeah. to do with me. So um, yeah. Black Templar, a very common thing was their need to redeem themselves for failing in the Great Crusade. Um, so they go on a, an eternal crusade instead. Do the Primaris Marines also feel this Inherit need? Inherit that. Yeah. yeah, like that's my question is what has sure. changed from chapter to chapter? Yeah. And I think that I'm not looking for an explanation or an answer right now. Sure. I guess I'm, I'm doing is I think that's something we should we should explore. Like anytime you write stories about your chapter, explore the change in culture. The dynamic between. Yeah, I, I don't think enough people because the after reading that Spear of the Emperor, I, I want to go start reading more Space Marines. Sure. I I put off like a lot of Space Marine reading just because like I was like ah you, you heard know, too much of me talking. There's Xenos and I I find Xenos just me more fascinating, but in the books like Space Marines are very human. Yeah. And even if I don't think that's what they are in the codex or in how they actually should act, like that's how they're all represented. Yeah. So, I like I'm starting to change my perspective on like okay, what does it mean to 
to act as a space marine? What does it mean to like hold like that honor? And so I'm trying to figure out like, what does it mean for a space marine to be told like you're now obsolete <laughs> and that this person is your future and your legacy and nothing you're training your replacement exactly like what does fire that, you without severance. what does that mean to them so <laughs> yeah, i'm excited it to would be an interesting those. thing i haven't i haven't seen anything i don't know if there's it's been all much. very amicable yeah everyone's just happy friends go yeah. friend time yeah happy friend yeah. time i haven't land. seen honestly a lot of that conflict yeah. in play. Yeah. I'm not even talking about conflict. All I'm just well, talking about culture change. Emotional conflict. Has the Black Templar yeah. conflict. Yeah. Has yeah. the Black Templar culture changed? Has yeah. the Dark Angel I don't culture changed? As they I don't to think it will. These. I don't think it will because because the heroes won't die. <laughs> so they're definitely not going to change the entire. Well, the heroes won't die, but they, heroes do not create the relationships between a Primaris brother and a firstborn brother. That is entirely up to them within their own fraternity. Sure. They're not responsible I was making kind of a that. meta joke, Eric. Oh. Yeah. Like if they're not even willing to kill the main ah. characters, <laughs> they're not going to change what Black Templar are fundamentally. They're not going to change yeah. what Dark Angels are fundamentally. They won't even kill the, uh, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm less no, I, talking, I agree with you. Yeah. Like eventually, yeah. I'm less talking about those. The meta, I, I yeah. more enjoy talking about what it means for like, a chapter that you created. Oh, right. Sure. What does it mean for the Libra Malleus when eventually they do get primary? Yeah, but they're not ever. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I guarantee you I will never paint a Primaris Marine for my entire life. I guarantee Don't it. say that. I don't, guarantee don't it. Don't do that, Mark. I retract that. Never. Retract that right now. The day never. he does is the day he dies. Yeah, honestly. I'm never, <laughs> so I'm, we'll be I, in your I, funeral I hate, in I fucking hate Primaris Marines. I've held it off this entire episode. I will not spend my money on something I hate. Their models are there so are, good. There are so many cooler things in 40K that I would rather spend my money on. And to me, Primaris Marines are such a small fucking niche thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> That's half the game, but yes. <laughs> a small niche. In the setting, well, they're a small niche thing. Sure, yes, of course. Because Tau is one of your armies. <laughs> and that's a small army. And, <laughs> and I bitch about them too. But though. you have an army. No, but I enjoy them though. Yeah. No, he's just saying it's easy to avoid them. Yeah. He never I, has to I don't have I to know. play Primaris. He could play every Eldar uh, world, craft world, craft world yeah. over playing a single Primaris army. It, no, exactly. I, I get it. It's I don't just, think you do. I think we, you no, I fully fundamentally misunderstand. I fully understand. You. I think we need to hatred. put on our suits of armor and go rumble. <laughs> Holy! All right. Well, we did it. Is that another episode? Was it? There was one more talking point, but it wasn't. You don't want to do it? I don't know. What was it? Says, uh, what would you like to see from them in the future? Oh. What would you like? What would you like to see from Primaris, James? You're, you're the Primaris guy. What do you want? What do I, like lore wise? Well, whatever. Yeah. Lore wise, I'd like to see. Um, the more dynamic aspects to the character of them. I feel like they're very bland right now yeah. in, in almost every respect. They don't, they're just the same thing, but bigger. And it doesn't really mean anything because the universe is already scaled up all the way anyway. So it doesn't, I'd like to see Primaris not having that generic feeling, which we've sure. talked about where like the, the, the gray shields effect basically where yeah. everybody's just, yeah, we all work together. We're all, all we're all soldiers fighting in the same way. I want to see the wolf pelts on the primaries. Yeah. I yeah. want to see absolutely. The I want to see the tabards on the temple. I want to see the chains yeah. on the templars' exactly. weapons. I want to see. Thankfully, them. that's only a matter of time. Yes, yes. Of but course. I just mean story wise, I want it to be emphasized more why that would happen. Sure, because the way we've talked about it, it does make sense. Like I'm a dark angel 
uh, Primaris, I don't. Why would I give a, a shit about any of the fallen crap? That doesn't have anything to do with me. It's also Can not I, uh, their genetic heritage. Can I raise this idea? So with Primarchs coming back, maybe, maybe not. Who knows if they actually are bringing more out. But if uh, Lionel Johnson came back, that would have a drastic effect on all the Primaris Marine and how they would do it. Because the whole reason Dark Angels are Dark Angels is because of... What's your face about, Christian? I'm liking this. Oh. But yeah, like the whole reason Dark Angels are <laughs> Dark Angels. Was that your... <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he came as Pat. Sure. Yeah, that was, that was an interesting... No wonder... Hmm. Yeah, so like, <laughs> with, as, as the chapters get their Primarchs back, they would then bring in that flavor again, sure. once again, just like they originally did. Yeah, perhaps. and it could even be even stronger because yeah. you don't I have... Would, you see, that would be d- perfect would for it me. take yeah, the Primarchs like coming back... To infuse the chapter, with. I don't think you I would think have it, to, but I think it would be a way, way to, to accelerate. It. It would be a very want, cool way to do it. I want there to be a reason for a Black Templar to be a Black Templar if he's a Primaris, and sure. it, it just feels like the Primaris thing would just be like, these guys are all just beneath me. Why would I care what their philosophy is? I'm yeah. a Primaris. Yeah, I don't think that's I, true. Well, either, they come though. from different stock. Like as much as as much as they came, like they both are sons of Dorn. Like. It's very obvious that these sons carry like this sin and this weight. And literally, uh, Imperial Fist and Crimson Fist and Black Templar, Primaris, all those three are literally the exact same at their moment of creation. There's no difference. Whereas right now, if you create Firstborn Imperial Fist and Firstborn Black Templar, they are very different from their inception just due to the mutations within their gene seed. But an Imperial Fist Primaris and a Crimson Fist Primaris are both made with the exact same genetic code. There's nothing different in them other than the color on their armor when they were initially created. That's, it's th- just that's like the people. weird thing. doesn't matter the color of your skin. We're all the same. We all die easy. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a threat? <laughs> Did yeah, you just so, send every black person? <laughs> so <laughs> if I were to make a change, I would want there to be an impetus for each chapter to force a Primaris to be one of them. Because I, I love the cultures of all of them. I love the culture of the Black Templar. I love the culture of the Blood Angels. But why are you, why are so you one of them unless you have... Why do you feel the genetic attachment when you don't why are you part of their counter, You don't have the genetic heritage. Counterpoint to you guys is you guys look at this like Primaris coming in like the, you know, the big dogs in the yard. They very much are blank slates in every way and they could be absorbing and consuming like oh yeah like that's Halbridge, man like do you remember him from whatever lessons they taught us and like oh yeah he's so cool what does he have to say sure what are we part of we, we're open to becoming you i'm not saying right? that's not possible i just i haven't experienced that in reading the codexes i haven't experienced that it flushed out as to why hmm. a primaris wants to do that sure it yeah, like yeah. It's it just needs like, to happen it seems kind of like i've it's just lazy almost it to just me. hasn't in been ter- done it feels like it's been shoehorned like, yeah. hey, you're in this chapter and you fully believe everything that every other person in the chapter does, even though you don't come from the same place. Sure. Yes. Yeah. That's that's what it kind of feels all like. All I right want now. is that yes, to be sure. flushed out. If if there was a lore thing for that, that's what I the want. The interesting thing though is is that it could very well be different chapter to chapter. For some, it might well take their Primark coming back for them, them to, to fully like feel yeah. absolutely like and for rock, others it like could be space wolves that would yeah. Be one, yeah and for the others or allowing them to drink from the cup of wolfen primaris space wolves do not drink from the cup of wolfen they do not have the canis helix yeah 
How how is that not instantly created a, a huge like riff. a schism in yeah. your entire cap- chapter? Remember culture? that one time too when like even their gene seed doesn't work if you don't drink from the can. Absolutely. How do you remember this, like how this, this whole operation such, was a bullshit? This thing. Is such, <laughs> but that is such a great example of something that I is agree with needing you, <laughs> more explanation. Yeah. And I'm saying I've you take that you take the fact that there are those differences and you just hypothesize and extrapolate what does that mean for every chapter? We already know it exists for this one. Why can it not exist in this one? Maybe to a lesser degree. But for some, like if it takes the Primarch comeback, bring the Primarch back. If it takes Rogaldorn, if it takes every single member, table. he's dead. <laughs> well, he's not. Uh, is unconfirmed. <laughs> but. <laughs> Bring him <laughs> and Sanguinius back, and then we'll all be okay. But if it takes every member of the inner circle of the Dark Angels to become Primaris, to 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 create an actual bridge between them, do it. Yeah. Right? Like, don't wait, right? Like, create an actual reason why it makes sense. I don't know. Just the whole... the. The sponge, I don't mind. I just don't like it for every chapter. Sure. I, I think that every chapter is so different, it would take something different for every chapter to fully exactly. accept that these flavor. It's up to you, the creator, to do that. To you, the people. Cool. Anybody else got anything? I think they'd need another war suit that they get into. You being In sarcastic? Fact, yeah. I think okay. the war suits need war suits. Yeah, like a step up. A step we above. need a, a uh, titan size. You really space like to meme, marine. don't you? I'm the memeiest of meme people. <laughs> you I, can tell the light is completely yeah, gone out dead. of Mark's eyes. He's done. Yeah. He held back for over almost. <laughs> I did good. That's a lot of minutes that we've been <laughs> talking about this. Woo. Yeah, I, I don't know how I'm going to bring life back into my life. <laughs> don't worry, I have a video for you. After. <laughs> oh, I'm excited. I'm in. I'm, I'm back in. All right, let's end the podcast. Uh, well, Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks, guys, for listening to the Primaris episode. Um, the first of many, obviously, yeah. as Primaris uh, takes a, its time in the spotlight. Or takes its toll on our souls. <laughs> yeah, both. both. Two things can be true. Every Why day, not both? Every day you guys don't give me... A, uh, lore posts for the Instagram oh, yeah. page. It's just it's another primary <laughs> My God, he, uh, I could do he knows where to He's all us. powerful. <laughs> he can't be stopped. <laughs> yeah, but thanks for listening. Um, check out our Facebook. Check out our Instagram. Join our Imperial Tithe. To yeah, make really, us a better... please, if you can join join our Patreon. Yeah. It helps us create the content that you're listening to. Um, also, check out those other podcasts. Check out Killbox, Killbox. if you want to hear me yeah. and, and the other guys. Like it was a fun podcast. So. Uh, check out on Oni Brush, Oni Brush, Oni Brush, yeah, on Instagram if you want something commission painted. Yeah, and uh, painting in, contest in, on Discord. Absolutely, enjoy the rest of our Lorehammer Lockdown episodes that yeah, are going to be yeah, coming yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, we got a couple good ones. We will be having. I know a bunch of people message every day on our Instagram. We will be having Colin from Cold Open Stories on. Ooh, yeah, confirmed. Apparent, yeah, confirmed. Apparently, that's what the people want, and they won't shut up about it. So. <laughs> You know me, I'm benevolent. Just go I listen to his podcast. No, over I'm just kidding. I miss over. Colin. I haven't heard him in a, I haven't seen yeah. him in a while. No, I, I I do like Colin. So yeah, yeah well, genuinely, genuinely. I mean, I like Colin. Oh God, <laughs> I don't like that tone. <laughs> That's a Dan Boucher tone. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Hey yeah.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.